Welcome back to another episode of Home Nine Yards. As you guys can see, it's our first episode with our Zoom cameras on. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how great it's going to look, um, but we'll see how this turns out and we'll work on it for future episodes. Uh, this is our NBA episode. Uh, NBA season starts tomorrow. Uh, two matchups. There's the Nets and Warriors and Clippers Lakers. Um, so basically, uh, this is our before the season predictions, uh, awards, seedings, playoff uh final teams and then you know our champion so uh i'll give it to you for the start brandon yeah so we're gonna go through the standings in each conference um and then do the awards uh and then pick who's going to be in the finals for each of us and how many games it's going to go and who's going to be the winner but uh just to clarify for the standings so seven eight nine ten it's going to be um a play-in tournament this year so Whoever is in the 7, 8, 9, 10 seeds in each conference, they're, so the 7 and 8 seed are going to play one game. Um, whoever wins that game is the 7 seed automatically, and the 9 and 10 seeds are going to play one game. Whoever wins that game plays the loser of the 7, 8 seed game, and then whoever wins that game is, is officially the number 8 seed. So you could have the 7 seed lose both games and they're not even in the playoffs. Uh, that can happen. I guess we'll see. We'll see who we pick, but – those, that's the new rule for this year, so I just wanted to clarify that. All right, so we'll just get right into the Western Conference and the seeding. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, my number one seed is the Nuggets. Uh, that might be a little bit of a surprising pick. I don't know exactly who you're going to have there. Um, I'd say it's a pretty surprising pick. I just think that – I think MPJ is going to be really good. I definitely think that. I, I, I think his defense improves, especially you know this year. I think they're definitely younger than probably the two favorites, uh, the Lakers and the Clippers. I think the regular season means much more to them than it does to LeBron, than it does to Kawhi. Um, I'm not sure exactly how you know hot the Lakers and Clippers come out the gate. Um, they did make a solid amount of changes. I think the Clippers, or sorry, I think the Nuggets probably have slightly more chemistry going into the year, and I think they'll be a bit more fresh as the year goes on. It's only 72 games, which. I mean, take it for what you want, but uh, yeah, the Nuggets are my number one seed. I could realistically see it going. I could see like four or five teams. Probably, I could see four teams honestly getting the number one seed, if we're being honest. But I went with the Nuggets. So, yeah, I actually also went with the Nuggets. Um, I thought my pick was surprising. I didn't think that you were going to pick them. Um, I kind of had the same reasoning. I didn't think that the Clippers and Lakers were really. They're not really trying to get the number one seed, I would say. I mean, like, if they get it, they get it. But especially the Lakers, it, it doesn't really seem like LeBron's going to play um, as much in the regular season. He's probably going to sit most back-to-backs. There's a lot more back-to-backs this year because of the condensed schedule. Um, and he's probably just going to rest games throughout the season anyways. Same with Anthony Davis, most likely. So I still have them towards the top of my list, but I don't have him as number one. I think the Nuggets – I don't really see them as like a championship level type team, but they made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. And I think their team overall is one of the best in the league. And you're right, like the chemistry aspect of that. They really didn't lose anyone. I think the only person they really lost was Torrey Craig. Uh, he went to the Bucks, but they still have Jokic, Murray, uh, Porter Jr. is going to play a lot more this year. Um, and they still, they brought back Millsap. They, Bill Barton's coming back from injury. Uh, they still have Monte Morris, Gary Harris. So they still have a lot of players that they've had over this couple of years, which I think is be great for them, uh, at least in the regular season. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But, yeah, they're also my number one seed. So yeah, I, I think mean, I most think... people – well, as I say, I think most people probably 
probably don't have him as number one. I think that's kind of a reach for some people, but I think it fits perfectly for where they are right now. No, I agree. I think right now I'd have Jokic as my number one seed. Or sorry, my number one center in the league right now. I mean, Embiid's two, but I'm going Jokic one. For me, it's not close right now. Like, if, if Embiid has a better year, then sure. But for me, I mean, the postseason solidified it for me. I thought they were pretty close, but I, I leaned Jokic. He was so good in the postseason, and Embiid – Embiid's postseasons have not been great. His mental, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on, but he just hasn't showed up a lot of the times. And he's very, I mean, he's just kind of volatile compared to Jokic. Um, Murray, another one. Uh, I mean, Murray's postseason, I mean, he was like the, if there was like a most improved postseason player award, I mean, he would probably win that. Uh, I think if, you know, when you're looking at the Nuggets last year, like, if you're, if you're analyzing them in the regular season last year, you're probably going Jokic for sure is the best center in the league or he's top two. Uh, but Murray, I don't know if he can be the two that leads this team to a championship. Uh, I think he proved that he can be a two that gets them to the number one seed for sure. I still think there's probably doubt. I mean, they, they did get handled pretty quickly by the Lakers. I still think there is going to be some doubt to whether or not, you know, Murray can be like the number two, like the Robin. Um who knows? I, I won't talk about it yet. Um, this team may need another addition, uh, whether it's through trade or something. Uh, it really comes down to MPJ. MPJ is kind of the X factor. Uh, yeah. I mean, if MPJ plays like a number three, then this team could be so much better. Uh, if if he, can... he doesn't, though, then, I mean, they're not – I don't think they're going super far. I mean, they can still get the number one seed. I predicted it. But I don't know yeah. if they beat the Lakers. If he can improve defensively a little bit so that he could be playing in crunch time minutes, which is the problem last year. Um, not even the regular season, he really wasn't playing that much. But when it came to the playoffs, he wasn't playing at the end of the games because he can't – he's not a good defender at all. Obviously, he could score. But I don't really have a problem with him on the offensive end. He'll be fine. Um, and I'm assuming he's fully healthy now. It seems like he was in the bubble. So if he can improve defensively – just a little bit, then I would say you have a pretty solid one, two, three. I don't, I'm not sure if it's a good enough one, two, three to get you to a championship, but it's definitely good enough to get you to the one seed in the West, especially with how this season is with, again, it's, you had like the shortest all season, you know, technically from when last season ended to this season, not counting like the months in between from the normal regular season to the bubble. But I would say they're the best equipped to get the number one seed in the West. Yeah, I think, I don't think I'm too outlandish on the Nuggets prediction. I think it's not, I mean, it's not the one that's you'd be most likely to hear, but I think it's a lot more, it's going to be a lot more of a frequent prediction than like people would originally have thought, I guess, if that makes sense. Like we both think Nuggets, uh, but we didn't think we both think Nuggets. So, I mean, I think a lot of people will think Nuggets number one seed, but uh, we'll move to two. I'll let you go first. So my two seed, I have the Clippers. Um, It's kind of like, it's the same thing with uh, Lakers, kind of. It's there. It doesn't. I don't think that Kawhi is going to be playing a lot of games um, in the regular season. Like he already rests on back to back, anyways. So I don't expect that to change. Um, we'll see what happens with Paul George. It seems like he's fully healthy. Last year he had two shoulder surgeries in the off season. This year um, I don't think he's had any surgeries, not that I'm aware of. So it seems like he's fully healthy. Um, and I think he's a much better player than he showed in the playoffs last year. Um, not like a great player, but definitely a good number two. 
Uh, they did lose Harrell, but they also – and they lost Landry Shamit. But they did bring in Luke Kennard, who had a pretty good year in Detroit last year. I think he's a pretty good player for their team. They have a new head coach, Tyron Liu. Um, obviously, he was on their staff last year, but um, he's a new voice other than Doc Rivers, who'd been there for, I think, eight years he was, nine years, something like that. Um, and it really wasn't working out that much. Whether that's his fault or maybe the player's fault, I don't know. But they still have – Obviously, Kawhi, Paul George, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Luke Kennard. Um, you have Zubak. You have a couple other players on there. I expect them, even though they may not be – not that they're not trying in the regular season, but they won't be as putting as much energy in. I think, I think they're too talented enough not to be a top team in the NBA. So, I, so I, that's why I put them at the number two seed because they'll still be great defensively and offensively they'll be great with Kawhi and Paul George, Lou Williams. So I don't really see them having a problem. I just don't think they'll be able to get the one seed. Uh, so that's why I put them at two. Yeah, this is where we have our first disagreement here. Uh, I went Lakers as my two seed. Um, I definitely considered the Clippers. I mean, it, for me, it was either – for two seed, it was either Clippers or Lakers. Um, I went Lakers – I just kind of defaulted them there over the Clippers because they did have the better regular season last year and they are, they are the reigning finals champions. Uh, I think the, the Lakers probably got better and I don't know if I can say the same about the Clippers. Uh, I think the late, I mean, the Lakers getting Gasol is big. Uh, I would also say, I mean, I don't know. Like I just think, I mean, Harold's a big pickup as well. I mean, you got him for, what I thought was – I thought that was a, a much smaller contract than he was going to get. Like, I thought he was going to go to, like, a Charlotte or, like, some some town that or some city that just doesn't get free agents that, you know, they have a lot of money to spend. And they, they you know, if they're not going to get a max player, like, they get the next best thing they can get. So, I thought I thought Harrell was gone to somewhere like that. But they get Harrell on, like, a two-year $19 million deal or something like that. They signed, they signed Kuzma to an extension. Uh, I think it might be, have been a – bit of an overpay but he still has his uses on this team for sure uh you've got morris you've got schroeder which i would say him and harold i mean they're they were two they were probably the two biggest contenders or whatever for they were the two best six man of the year last year yeah. i thought schroeder was probably the best um i i would have picked him to win that but yeah i mean i think this team probably got slightly better you do lose howard um, but I mean, who cares? Um, I picked them as my number two seed. I think this is probably the favorite to win the finals right now. Uh, at least, you know, it is the, they are the favorite. I, I would, I would probably pick them. I mean, we'll talk about the predictions later. I, I just think that, I mean, obviously LeBron, I mean, he's the best player in, in the NBA. I've always thought that I've always been like a LeBron not a LeBron guy. I mean, everyone's a LeBron guy, but there was never a time when I was like, I, I never thought KD was better than LeBron. And I'm not even saying that, that that LeBron always was better than KD. I've always thought it, but I mean, if somebody thought that KD was better, like, all right. Uh, when Kawhi won that finals in Toronto, I still thought LeBron was a better, you know, overall player. Um, even though, you know, Kawhi did win the finals that year um, and the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. I think that was more of a LeBron just taking the year off. Uh, which, I mean, I don't know that I – that's not an excuse. It's just a reality. Uh, AD, obviously, having AD is big. Um, I want to say they just signed him into an extension. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was a free agent. Well, sorry, sorry. Yes, 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 sorry. Uh, I mean, he was 
he wasn't going to leave regardless. Yeah. But I mean, getting him is obviously, you know, locked up for however many years, for however many years, five like five, years. yeah, five, two something. Uh, I mean, that's obviously big. This team's going to be, as long as LeBron's here and AD is here, this team's always going to be a top four seed, top five seed, even if you had nothing other than them. Uh, and you have, you have a really solid team. I mean, Schroeder, you, you, losing Rondo is big, but gaining Schroeder is, is arguably bigger. I mean, he's a much better offensive player, uh, maybe not as good of a playmaker. And I mean, so the thing is, is like Schroeder's going to be better in the regular season. For sure. I mean, Rondo didn't have a necessarily like a great regular season, but I mean, playoff Rondo has been a thing since, you know, he was a rookie. Uh, I think losing that is, is a tough loss, but I think Schroeder makes up for it almost entirely. And there's a potential he's just better than Rondo anyways, even, even in, even when Rondo's in playoff Rondo mode. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I went, I went Lakers too. I'm assuming you probably went Lakers three, but I mean, I don't know. What do yeah. You- I mean, I went Lakers three. I mean, I was deciding between they could have been two and Clippers could have been three. Like it's more towards like, I just think the Clippers are going to get the two seed, but I obviously wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers got it. But one more thing on the Clippers, they did get Serge Baca, who I think is actually an upgrade over Montrez Harrell. He's a better defender by far. Offensively, you could say Harrell's better, but in on that team with Kawhi and Paul George, I think that Ibaka fits better. I mean, Ibaka will be able to guard Davis better. Sure. Yeah. And Harold, he couldn't stay on the floor because he can't play defensively. So yeah. I just think for that team, I think Ibaka is a better fit for them. And I think Harold, some people could say that he's a better player at least offensively, but I'm not really sure. It didn't really seem like they liked him that much, the Clippers did, like in the locker room. Uh, I don't know if that's from Kawhi or that's everyone against Kawhi. It seems like there's a struggle in the locker room there, but Winter yeah. it seemed like his <laughs> – I don't know what Somebody, that was. But... Yeah, my – one of my like th- tabs I'd open just put um, all right, my bad. But I just think that for them, I think Ibaka is probably the much better fit. So, well, I mean, you're right. I'm getting Schroeder. I mean, kind of going to my Lakers point, getting Schroeder's big. I think round, losing Rondo definitely hurt. Um, offensively, you're going to be way better. But defensively, playmaking decision-wise, leadership-wise, I think you definitely lose something in Rondo. Now, you still have LeBron, so you don't have to like worry about the leadership part as much. Um, but I think for the regular season – it will work like for the Lakers because like I said, LeBron's not going to be playing as much this season. Davis is going to rest a few nights, most likely, um, especially with his injury concern that he's always had last year. He stayed, he stayed healthy for the majority of the season. And then for the playoffs, he definitely did, uh, which is good, but he, oh, he gets injured every single year. So it wouldn't surprise me if he did get injured this year. Um, so that's why I kind of assume they're going to rest him most likely. So Harrow and Schroeder uh, will be big in that aspect because they're probably going to be playing more, um, at least in the regular season. I mean, they'll be playing in the playoffs, definitely, but the regular season, they can kind of help carry the load when LeBron or Anthony Davis isn't playing. Um, but when it comes to the playoffs, I think the Lakers are definitely the best team, um, at least in the Western Conference, probably in the NBA. Um, but I just think for the regular season, I think the Clippers will just be a step better than them. Not a step, but maybe like a half step better. Uh, so that's why I had them at two, and that's why the Lakers at three. But again, it, you could reverse them, and it'd be the same thing. Yeah, I I'll, I I would say Harrell is probably a better regular season player than he is a postseason player. I think it's much. I think it's in the regular season, same thing kind of with Giannis, but not nearly to the same extent or whatever because Giannis is a much better player. But um, I think if you really take the time to scheme around slash you know attack Harrell, he's a much worse player. Whereas in the regular season, you're not doing as much of that. 
uh, I don't maybe that's just I don't know. I mean, he's like six seven, and he's like a forward slash center. I mean, you just can't have that on the out on that out on the court sometimes. Like, I mean, you you, you can't have him as your five if you're playing when you were the when you were the Clippers last year. Like, he's not guarding. He's not guarding Davis. Yeah. Uh, I would say Harold's a nice fit for the Lakers. Uh, I don't think he's going to be another six man of the year candidate. I don't think he's that good of a player. Um, I definitely think he had, I think last year and uh, uh, well, not in LA, but playing with the Clippers was probably his best year he's ever going to have. Uh, obviously the playoffs did not go the way he wanted it to. Um, this is essentially like a, I don't know if you want to call it a prove it contract or not, but I think if he plays well with the Lakers and they, who knows, maybe they even three Pete like, and Harris Harrell's there for both years. Like somebody's probably going to sign him to something bigger than two years, 19 million, especially if he's like, you know, maybe the fifth best player on that team, which is not out of the question at all. Maybe even, maybe even like fourth. I mean, you had then some team would definitely consider signing him. Uh, yeah. I, I first, so for my third seed though, I mean, I did go with the Clippers. Um, I would say, I would say in my opinion, the Clippers are the second best team in the West right now even though I do have the, the nuggets at number one. Uh, I think when it comes to the playoffs, having, you know, it's all about star power. I think Kawhi, even though I did call Jokic the best center in the league, I still have Kawhi as a better player, overall player. I mean, the Ford is the best, like I would call it the best position in basketball or like the most valuable anyways. Like I think having a Kawhi is more valuable than having a Jokic. Uh, I just think, you know, a center can do a lot, but if you don't have a guard that can give it to him or, you know, I mean, the center just can't do as much. He doesn't have the ball as much. He doesn't, he's not as athletic. I still think, I mean, I still think that Kawhi is more valuable than Jokic. Uh, he's also just a better player in general. PG, say what you want about him. You know, a couple years ago, we probably had him as a top 10, maybe like top seven or eight player in the league, maybe even slightly higher. He was an MVP candidate uh, last year in OKC. He had, a, he had a bad year last year, especially in the playoffs, especially, especially in the playoffs. Uh, I still think he's probably a top 20 player right now, and that's good enough uh, as the number two, especially when Kawhi's your number one. And this roster is still fairly good. Uh, we talked about the losses, but, yeah, I mean, you still have Pat Bev. You got Batum. You just traded for Kennard. Uh, you traded Shamit for Kennard. I mean, that's an upgrade in my mind. Uh, yeah. You got Marcus Morris back. You still have Lou Will, who, again, I mean, he's always going to be – he's going to be a perennial six-man-of-the-year candidate. We'll see what happens. Um, he is aging. He's 34. Uh, but he's – I mean, he's still going to be great. He's still Lou Will. Uh, this team is still contending for a championship. Um, this team is definitely championship or bust, at least in my mind. Uh, you just did get uh, Paul George sign that extension. However, I don't know that that means that much. Obviously, you know, you need both him and Kawhi to stay, but the number one priority is Kawhi. The number two priority is George. If, if Kawhi leaves and George stays, that's like, uh, that's arguably your worst outcome because you're now stuck with Paul George, especially if he's, especially if he does bad this year, which if Kawhi leaves, you'd have to assume George does do poorly this year. You have an aging superstar who's probably not a top 20 player in the league anymore. Bad contract. Nobody wants to trade for him. You have no picks. You're not going to be – he's still going to be good to the point where you're not going to be, like, bottom tier, but you're also not going to be close to competing for a championship. That's exactly where you don't want to be as the Clippers. And, I mean, ultimately, right now, if you're a Clippers fan or the Clippers owner, like, if you're Balmer, I mean, you're, you're hoping that doesn't happen. I think you probably have to win the finals. 
I don't know. Maybe he just, maybe Kawhi stays because he just loves the Clippers and he wants to be in LA and he doesn't want to play in LA with LeBron and AD and he doesn't want to go anywhere else. So that's definitely a possibility, but I mean, it's really like you have, this is a, this is a big year for the Clippers. I would say that I don't think they need to win the finals for him to stay. I know he like quite likes it in LA. I don't think he really wants to leave. I mean, the only way was if they had a disastrous season, something crazy happened. Um, and he just, just decided, decided to move on. I don't really see that happening. Uh, the way that we have our standings, they meet each other in the second rounds. So they wouldn't even – you'd have to go through the Lakers before even getting to the Western Conference Finals. So, I mean, maybe they had, they, that would have an impact. Like, if they lost in, like, five games to the Lakers, maybe he'd realize that he just, he just doesn't have the pieces around him. Paul George isn't enough, and they can't, they, don't, they can't trade for another guy. They have no picks. They have, like, barely any players that are valuable enough to get, like, another star player. Um, to go along with them so maybe then uh, he'd want to leave but I'd kind of be surprised like let's say they meet each other in the second round and the Clippers it goes like seven games and it's a tough series throughout but the Lakers win I I would see Kawhi staying I, I don't know I'd be surprised if he left sure maybe if it goes seven they lose to the Lakers in the second round the only thing is is like is this Clippers roster getting any better I mean my answer is no so it, it's not going to it's, it's older guys that are veterans and you don't, yeah. you don't young guy you have is canard really and he's not going to turn into and like he's not like, can, i would argue canard's like already in his prime like he's not getting yeah he's gonna give this. you he's gonna give you like 14 15 points a game he's gonna yeah. be great from three he's gonna be okay defensively and he can make some plays with the ball but you don't it's you don't have a young team you're in a win now mode obviously so I don't know. I just feel like he stayed. I, I'd be surprised if he left. It'd I would be slightly be, surprised if he left, again, too. It'd have to be something crazy. It'd have to be something crazy, but, I mean, you know, the Mavericks are only getting better. The Nuggets are probably only getting better. There are other teams in the West that are, you know, only getting better. It's a difficult decision if, you, if you're Kawhi, especially if this, if this Clippers team look, looks bad, but we'll move on into the four seed. I'll let you go first. Yes, for my four seed, I have the Mavericks um, getting up to the four seed. Uh, last year, they were the seven seed, or they were the seed uh, last year in the first round. They're only going to get better. Luka, um, he's already a top player in the NBA, and only his, he'll be entering his third season. Um, I expect him to be – he's probably going to finish as a top three play, top five player at the end of the season. When you look at all the guys, he's going to end up top five if he already is in top five. Um, it kind of matters on – so the additions that they made, so they lost Seth Curry, but they traded him for Josh Richardson, which I think um, some people may say that's a downgrade uh, because of Curry's role on the, on the Mavericks as being just a shooter for them. And when Luka, their offense is kind of just Luka makes the plays, whether he's – shooting the ball, which he's not a great three-point shooter, which he has to improve on, or he's just making plays at the rim or he can kick out the shooters. Josh Richardson's also a pretty good shooter, not as good as Seth Curry, but they, tra- they drafted Tyrell Terry, who can fill that Curry uh, spot on their team. He's also a great three-point shooter, and I think that was a great draft he had. It was, I think he was rather at the end of the first round or like the first pick of the second round. I think that was great value for him, but it's really going to depend on Porzingis' health. Um, if he could stay healthy, um, again, I don't really think he's going to play like the entire season, but he's going to have to play a uh, majority of it. But when it comes to the playoffs, I think he's going to have to be healthy in order for them to make any type of noise. Um, and the way I have it right now, I mean, if the Nuggets do end up as the one seed, the Mavericks are the four seed, I really like that matchup for them in the second round. Again, they both have to win, but 
if they were to play the Nuggets in the second round, uh, that'd be a great matchup for them. I think they can handle the Nuggets. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did make it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, with the team that they have and with how Luka is going to play this year, he's probably going to average 39-9, and 30-10-9, something like that. He may average a triple-double. I guess we'll see. But he, with the team that they have and the construction of the roster, I expect them to be one of the top teams in the West. Yeah, and we agree here. I'm Mavs at four for, I mean, basically every reason you said. I mean, Luca, I would argue right now that he's already probably top five, maybe six or seven. But, I mean, he's in that he's in that tier where you could argue he's like four or three, and I wouldn't even necessarily like throw a fit. I, Luca's only going to get better. Chris Stapps, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, he's ultimately – he may be the second best player on the team, but he's probably still like their X-factor player. I mean – this team probably goes as far as, as Chris Stapps goes. Um, Luca's going to be there no matter what. I mean, it has to, obviously. But they don't have, like, a three. Like, they don't have, like, a third best player on this team, really. Uh, so Chris Stapps is going to have to be – I mean, he's going to have to be, like, really good, uh, especially if they want to make it to, like, the Western Conference Finals. Uh, if this seeding does happen, you know, they, yeah, they would meet Denver in the second round most likely. And, I mean – Luke is not going to beat Denver by himself. That's for sure. At least in my mind. I mean, he's obviously, he might, he might even by the end of the year, he might even be the second best player in the league, maybe even the first, who knows, but he's not going to beat the, he's not going to beat the Nuggets by, by himself. So he needs Chris Stapps. Richardson's a nice pickup. I think he is an upgrade over Curry. Uh, he's better defensively. Tyrell, Tyrell Terry. I would agree. He was the first pick of the second round. Yeah. Um, he was the best shooter in the draft, probably at least not, super high up and I would probably say he is the best shooter in the draft uh he'll be able to shoot obviously I mean yeah uh other than that I mean you've got like Tim Hardaway but their roster is not super deep uh I, I would assume they're gonna still be the best offensive team in the league or up there um defensively we'll see uh Luca could definitely get better on the defensive side well, so I think that's that's where Josh Richardson comes into play. Like Luca, he's never going to be great defensively. If you're if you ask him to put up thirty points a game and do everything he's doing offensively, so I think Richardson obviously is better defensively than Curry is. Um, and then you get Terry, you could fill that role. So you basically just getting an extra player who's a better defender, still a pretty good shooter, and make plays with the when he needs to. And then you're filling Curry's role with the draft pick that you had. Um, they're not a great defensive team. Like I think last year they were first in offensive rating, but they're rather last in defensive rating or just near the bottom. They're not a good defensive team, but I think Richardson can help them in that. And as long as they could be middle of the pack in defensive rating, um, they'll still be one of the top offenses probably no matter what. Um, so with that and the pickup of Richardson, I think that's very underrated when looking at all the moves that's happened this offseason. I think Richardson was a very good pickup for them. And it worked out for both teams. I mean, we'll get into the Sixers later, but I think that was a good pickup for both teams and their needs uh, on the roster. But, yeah, I mean, I think well, – we'll see what happens at the playoffs. It, I think it does come down to Porzingis if he could uh, take that next – just be healthy, I think, is really the first thing that needs to happen. But if he could take that next step to where he's getting you 20-10 in the playoffs and Luka's going to get you 30, maybe even 35, uh, if you expect him to elevate in the playoffs – um, so if he's averaging 30 in the regular season, I'd assume he'd average 35 in the playoffs. So if you can get that from Porzingis, 20 to 23, 
um, and then 10 rebounds and good defense, which he is – he's a good shot blocker, and he's decent defensively, at least, you know, moving laterally and his quickness and everything like that. So, I think they'll – for the regular season, I think they'll be fine, but we'll have to see what happens when they get to the playoffs. I would say, you know, at least in my mind, I would say in the West, looking at the West, I have my, my top two teams right now, the Lakers and the Clippers. This isn't retar- necessarily talking about seeding, but those are my top two teams in the West. I would have the Nuggets third. And then after that, I'd probably have the Mavericks and a couple other teams in there that are like between four to six, four to seven. I don't think it's a lock the Mavericks make the four seed. I think the Mavericks have a lot of potential and more potential than the teams we'll t- I'll talk about later. Um, but I also think they have, you know, they have potential to kind of fall flat this year. I think they had a better start to the year last year than they did to the end of the year. Uh, they definitely were encouraging against the Clippers, but how encouraging, you know, can they be if the Clippers just, I mean, they flat out just lost in seven to the Nuggets. And at the time, I mean, the Nugget there, sorry, the Clippers may have just been worse than we thought they were last year. Uh, so I don't know how much I can look into the Mavericks game or the Mavericks series. So, I mean, who's, who knows? I, I could definitely see them being the four seed. I could even see them maybe being the three seed. Um, maybe, the, maybe the Lakers just kind of, you know, don't, you know, don't, just don't try that much, and they, may, they end up getting with the four or five seed. That, that's a possibility. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I have, the, I have the Mavericks at the four seed. I'll, I'll let you go with your fifth seed first. It's for my fifth seed. Um, I'm going with the Rockets, but there's definitely an asterisk next to their name. It depends on what happens with Harden. Um, if I'm assuming that Harden is going to be a rocket for the entire season. So if he's going to be a rocket for the entire season, I have him as the fifth seed. Seems like you're disagreeing with me, but I'll get into it. So he, obviously he's one of the top players in the league. Um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I think Wall, I don't think he's going to be great, but I think he's going to be, he's going to be a different fit than Westbrook was last year where they both, I mean, Westbrook averaged 27, Harden averaged 34. I think Wall's probably going to average around 20 to 22. Um, we'll have to see how he plays. I'm not – I mean, from what he's seen in the uh, preseason so far, he's actually looked pretty good athletically coming off the injuries. But we'll have to see how he does perform in the regular season and playing with Harden, where obviously the offense is just give it to Harden and see what he could do with the ball. Uh, we'll have to see how that works out. Maybe it's different. They have a new coach. They have a whole new co- uh, coaching staff in front office. So maybe Coach Steven Silas will create a different offense. He was obviously with Luka last year. Um, so people kind of think that the offense will most likely be the same as it was with D'Antoni, but if they can just change the offense a little bit to where it's not so stagnant, not so ISO ball, uh, get more people involved. They still have great shooters. I mean, Eric Gordon, he's definitely regressing, but him at his best is definitely still a really good three-point shooter. Uh, PJ Tucker, he's obviously getting older. I think he's like 36, 35, but he could still play defense to get Christian Wood, who I think is going to be a really good player. Uh, he only kind of played like half a season last year in Detroit, but he showed you that he could be a top center in the league. Um, they got DeMarcus Cousins. Um, we'll have to see how he plays, but coming off the bench, I think he could be a valuable role player for them. And they still have Daniel House, Ben McLemore's a shooter. So I think they still have pieces to where if Harden's going to play the entire season for them and still be James Harden, I think they could still be a top team. They're still going to put up a ton of points uh, defensively. We'll have to see how they are. They're definitely – they'll be better than they were last year just because their tallest player was 6'8". Um, this year they have two seven-footers with Cousins and Wood playing. Uh, so Tucker doesn't have to guard Anthony Davis or Nikola Jokic every single game. So I think they'll definitely be better this year in some aspects than last year. Um, and last year they were the four seed, and 
Uh, this year, I think they'll be the five seed. Again, that's if Harden's going to be there for the entire year. If Harden's going to be there in the entire year, I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's going to be. Um, but if he is, sure. I don't know how to feel about the Rockets right now. I guess I'll talk about them in a bit. But uh, I've got the, the, the Trailblazers. I think that might be that might be a bit of a surprising pick. I think people forget how you know good this team was, and I'm not saying they were a team that was going to win the finals or anything, but just a couple of years ago, they beat the Nuggets and they made it to the conference finals. And did they have a chance in that series? I mean, no, uh, they didn't. But Lillard is, in my opinion, the second best point guard in the league behind Curry. And, you know, who knows how Curry is going to play this year? Um, I'm not exactly sure. If you told me, you know, at the end of this year, Lillard was the best point guard in the league, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be super surprised at all. I mean, he's su- he's such a good shooter. He can knock down any shot. He's a very good clutch player. I think this this Trailblazers team needs to win, and they need to start winning now. Um, they can't afford a year where they're the eight seed. I think getting Nurkic back for a full year healthy is big. Um, Robert Covington is a big pickup as well. Uh, you get you got him from Houston. He's like, he's like the. He's like the premier like three and D player uh, in the league. At least if you think about a three and D player, like he's one of the first, if not the first player I think about um, you got canner. I mean, I don't canners canner. Like he's just not that good, but obviously you have McCollum. I think McCollum's going to have to, I mean, he's going to have to play well. Uh, he's going to have to be him and him and Lillard will have to work really well. They have worked really well. Uh, they're going to have to prove that, they can do more than, you know, make it to the conference finals in their best year and losing what, what was it like five to the, to the warriors. Um, we got swept swept. Okay. So they're going to have to prove they can do more than that. I don't know that they do, but I still think this team is super good. Uh, you picked up, you picked up little in the, um, in the draft this year. I mean, last year. sorry, last year. Um, but he had a bad, he had a bad year last year though. Right. But I mean, you know, what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to restart that. That was a bad mess up. That was a bad it mess up. It wasn't that bad. I just said last year. You it no, I know, but that was that was bad, though. All right. Are you going to pick it up from there? Are you going to start all over? No, I have to start all over. That was – I should not have stopped. All right. I'm just going to – all right. That was bad. All right. All right. My five seed, I have the Trailblazers. That might be a surprising pick. Uh I don't, I don't necessarily think it is. I think people underrate this team. Uh, they think they forget how good this team was a couple of years ago. They had a, they had a fairly bad regular season last year. They barely made it to the playoffs. They ended up uh, having to play to beat out the, the Grizzlies. They were behind when the bubble started. They ended up having to play in game. They won. I thought the, the, the trailblazers were a much better team than the Grizzlies uh, last year. And I think they proved it eventually. I think, they were kind of out of gas when they played the Lakers last year. I mean, they clearly were not as good as the Lakers. The Lakers went on to win the finals, but I think had the, the trailblazers not had to like try their butts off in the bubble and have the play in game. I think they could have made that series much more interesting than it ended up being. And even then it was still a relatively interesting series The play. The blazers ended up winning game one. Uh, you, you get Nurkic back for a full year next year. And that's big. Uh, he's probably, I mean, he's probably your third best player, uh, arguably. You get you get Robert Covington in a trade. I mean, he's probably the premier three and D player. 
there's nobody else I think of first when I think of three and D. Um, McCollum, he's still there. He's your second best player to Lillard. Him and Lillard have worked very well in the, in, in the past. I think there's, you know, an argument to be made that, you know, you might have to trade McCollum if you could even trade him. Uh, right now, I mean, they're, they're not. Um, we'll see how, it, how everything works out. I have them as my five seed, so I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win the finals or anything. Uh, but I think this team is very good. I think this team is underrated. People do not – people forget how good this team was. And this team did beat the Nuggets. And the Nuggets were definitely better – are definitely better now than they were then. But it just goes to show that I don't think this team is like an eight seed next year. I don't think this team misses the playoffs next year. I definitely don't think this team misses the playoffs next year. I'd be willing to bet – not my life on it, but I'd be willing to bet a lot on it that the, the Blazers make the playoffs. And I think people would agree, but I, I'd assume, I think you probably have them at like seven or eight. And I don't think that, I don't think they're seven. Yeah, or eight seven. Uh, <laughs> so I have them lower. Um, I just to say, to say a couple of things about it. Um, I think they definitely improved getting Covington, a uh, healthy Zach Collins, a healthy use of Nurkic, um, bring back Rodney Hood. I don't know how much of an impact he's going to have, but bring him back. Um, is your little, maybe he can have a bigger role this year, at least perform better than he did, um, last year. Uh, but I've never been a, I've never been a big fan of Lillard. Um, I think he's definitely a top point guard, but I'm not sure if he, people saying he's better than Steph Curry. I think they just forgot how good Steph Curry was because he didn't play last year. Well, I didn't say that by the way. I did not say that by the way. No, but I'm saying, I'm not saying you're saying that, but some people are leaning that way in that they think he's better than Curry. I mean, he's, He's he's always he's either missed the playoffs or been like the eight seed like every single year. Now the year that they made it to the Western Com- the, year, the year that they made it to the Western Conference Finals, there's a weaker West that's been that's obvious if you look at the teams and you look at what happened in that playoffs. They got swept by the Warriors, and now people will say that they were winning in every single game. They had no chance to beat them that year, and that was without KD that they got swept. So imagine if KD was playing that, it would have it would it still would have been a sweep, but it would have been absolute blowouts every single game. Now. They, like I said, they've gotten better. Um, I, do I see them being the five seed? I don't think so. I, it seems like they always underperform going in, like starting a season. They, they're always under 500 at the all-star break every single season. I don't know why that is, but they always are. I mean, two years um, ago, they were the two seed, by the way. I know it was a weaker West. If you no, they were I mean, the, no, they were the three seed, I think. They weren't the two seed because they played the Thunder in the first round. They might have been the three. Maybe it was. They were the, they were the three seeds. The Thunder. They were supposed to. Thunder were like a three-four seed, and then George got injured, and they fell down to the six seed. They played in the first round. Um, Sorry, series, maybe the, the Nuggets series, were the two seed then. Yeah, no, the Nuggets were the two seed. They played in the second round, which went seven games. The Nuggets probably should have won that series, um, but the Thunder series would have been different if George was healthy. He was injured. That's when he had the. Would it have been different? Through. It would have because he would the was, like the overall series outcome or just like the way. Um, I, it, I would say it would probably go six or seven games and I wouldn't be surprised if Thunder won because George was an MVP candidate that year and he was, you could tell he just wasn't healthy. Both shoulders were completely yeah. dead. So I don't know if they would have won in the Thunder, but it would have been a different series. Um, the Nugget series, they easily could have lost that series. And like I said, they got swept by the Warriors without KD. Um, I just, I just don't see them being the five seed. Um, I do have them making the playoffs, at least at the end of the regular season. Uh, we'll get into it later. But I just would be surprised if they actually are the five seed in the West. I think the West is definitely tougher than it is this year than it was in 2018 or 20, yeah, 2018 when, you know, that, when that playoff 
series was happening. Yeah, I mean, you're, def- you're not wrong on that. You're definitely not wrong on that. I still think you underrate the, the Blazers. Uh, I, I definitely don't agree with the Rockets pick. Um, I, I can see it. I'm not a big Rockets guy. I mean, I'm definitely – I'm not even – I'm just not a big Harden guy in general, I think. A regular I mean, just, season Harden, though. Regular season Harden. I mean, he's regular season Harden. He's going to get stuff done. But he's, he's, he's one of those players that in the playoffs he's just much less effective – uh, defense. I mean, we're just talking about regular season here. Though. I understand. I understand. But even then, I still don't think. I don't I know how the wall, the wall thing's a gamble. Even Harden itself is a gamble. The prediction itself is just something too risky for me to take. If, Maybe the Blazers is a risky pick as well, but for me, if it's he, something. If Harden's, if Harden's not on the Rockets, then maybe I could see. Obviously, teams are going to jump because the Rockets are most likely wouldn't make the playoffs unless they get Ben Simmons. And maybe they can get like a seven or eight seed or maybe be in the playing tournament. But um, so that means teams would jump. So maybe the Blazers could jump up to six. Um, maybe they could get five if the Jazz falter a little bit and um, maybe they just play better than I'm expecting them to play, at least to start the season. Uh, but if Harden's going to be there the entire year, they're going to be five or six. I would say six at the worst. Um, so I just don't see the Blazers getting all the way up to five if Harden's going to be there the entire year. Sure. I mean, yeah, maybe. Do you want to go first on the sixth seed or do you want me to go first or – um i i can go first i mean we might have the same pick i feel like Um, we probably do i have the jazz is that who you have no all right well i guess i'll just talk um i have the jazz being the sixth seed i'm not totally confident in them being the sixth seed but i think with um their roster and the players that they have obviously they have uh mitchell and gobert uh gobert uh (laughs) wait i totally messed up his name let me restart that I don't know why I said it so weird. I mean, it said you said it completely normally, but no, I I thought I said it wrong the first time, so I tried to fix it the second time, which was Rudy Gobert. I don't know why I said it. All right, so I'm editing that out then. Yeah, I just edited that. Okay. Um, we'll just start all the way over. So just like we'll pretend like we don't know who we picked. Oh yeah, so for my six seed, I actually have the Jazz. I do you have the Jazz? Your six seed? No. No? Okay. Well, I thought we'd probably agree there. It seemed like those teams would match up there. But speaking of the Jazz, I mean, they have Mitchell. Uh, obviously, they have Rudy Gobert, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. He just got a contract extension. They both did. They both got contract extensions. Um, Gobert, you could say, was maybe a little bit of an overpay. But I think for the impact on the team that he has, I think it fits perfectly for them. Um, I think one thing that really hurt them last year was that they didn't have uh, Bogdanovich in the bubble and uh, for the playoffs, he was their third best player last year. Uh, he would give you 18 to, 18 to 20 points a night as your three. Um, that means that Ingles wouldn't have to do as much. Uh, they got Jordan Clarkson, who was really good for them last year um, as an off the bench, maybe could start, but usually an off the bench guy who could give you 15 to 20 points every single night, maybe even more. Um, so I really like the team. And they also have Mike Conley, who I think has been underrated. He's, last year he's always underrated but last year he just didn't play well he wasn't healthy and new situation I don't think he really knew how to gel with the team I think having a full off season can help for that um so I expect him to be better they also brought back Derek Favors uh who is a guy who could play good defense he's going to rebound the ball um he's obviously with Utah for the longest time that went to the Pelicans last year so I think that's also an improvement so I think based on their improvements 
uh, through the roster, whether it's additions this year or even additions last year, I think they'll be better. I still see them being a six seed because I just don't Mitchell and Gobert are enough to get them to a four seed um, or above. I think you have limitations with those two players. So that's why I'm at the six seed. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they were seven or eight. I just think it kind of depends on how Mitchell plays and how the surrounding pieces, if what I saying comes true and that Conley can be good and Bogdanovich and Clarkson can give you that scoring uh, when you need it, when Mitchell isn't going to get you 25 a night. So, yeah, I mean, I think I didn't have the Jazz in my six seed, but I considered it. Uh, I think it's going to come down to Mitchell and Gobert ultimately. Gobert is one of those guys that I don't think he's worth the contract. Um, he's, he's a great defensive player. He's one of the best centers in the league, but ultimately is he going to be the difference between a competitive, you know, is he going to be the difference between going from like a competing team to a championship winning team? I don't know. I mean, I don't think, I don't think Gobert is necessary to win a finals championship. He's obviously a great piece. He's going to make the jazz better this year. Uh, but at least looking like long-term or even just like playoff term, like actually getting over the hump, I don't think he's, he's not the two. He'd have to be the three. And with what you're paying him, I mean, is he going to be the three, you know, long-term? I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Mitchell, I think a couple years ago, maybe even last year, there was an argument to be made before b- between Tatum and Mitchell. Um, if there's like videos on like redrafts of that draft class. And I think it was relatively split. I think maybe people even leaned to Mitchell, um, right now, I think I'd go Tatum, and I think most people would as well. I think Tatum had a better year last year. I don't know how you feel about that. I know you're not as big of a Tatum guy. I know you're not a Tatum guy at all. Yeah. But I would say Mitchell has to be objectively as good, if not better, than Tatum for them to be better than the six seed uh, slash get far in the playoffs. I don't know that that happens. I think overall the roster is great. Uh, it's a well-coached team. It's a solid organization. They're Typically, typically speaking, there's not many distractions. Last year, they had the COVID thing with Gobert. Uh, I think they'll be a solid team. They'll compete the whole year. Whoever they play in the first round, whatever it is, this if you have them as the sixth seed, who did you have as your three seed? I had the Lakers. So, so I mean, I even though I they probably lose that series, I still think they're a team that would compete till the end. Uh, you know, they, they might even be able to push at six. Who knows? But I mean, they're a solid team. They're definitely not. They're a safe pick at six. Uh, my sixth seed, I ended up going with the Warriors. It might be slightly a surprising yeah. pick. I mean, especially just no Thompson. I mean, that makes the Warriors a, a scary team to pick. And I know we just we just talked about Curry. I mean, Curry, again, I mean, he's he's the best point guard in the league. It might not be close. Maybe it's close, but probably not. Not no Thompson's big. I mean, Wiseman, we'll see how well he plays. I don't know that he has to has an he does not have to have an absolutely outstanding year for them to make the sixth seed, at least in my mind. Uh, picking up Ubre, I mean, Ubre is a nice piece. He's gonna, he has to play well. I mean, he will play well. Uh, he can give you, I mean, he could probably give you at least fifteen this year, right? I mean, yeah, definitely. definitely. Wiggins, I mean, I know everybody hates Wiggins. Um, he'll put up points. Will he do anything other than that? Definitely not. I don't like Wiggins at all. Um, but he's still, he's still a solid offensive piece. He can, I don't know exactly, you know, what his role is going to be, but he'll fit somewhere in green. I mean, he's regressing. He's just not the same player at all. Um, but again, I mean, to make the sixth seed right now, does green have to be what he was? In my opinion, probably not. 
Uh, we'll see how, exactly how this team plays out. It's kind of just Curry and a bunch of misfits. Um, but I still think Curry is so good. Oubre is a solid piece. Wiseman's going to be – he's going to be a solid rookie. Uh, I don't see him being a bust. Wiggins is still a solid offensive player who will find his role on the team. Green may not be great, but he's still going to be solid defensively. Offensively, you know, it's Draymond Green, so we'll see. Uh, I still have this team as a six seed, although I could see them being – I don't know if I see them being much higher than six. I could see them maybe at five. Uh, but I don't think they go much higher than that. They could they could be a team that goes to the eight seed or maybe even the nine seed. I mean, who knows? It really depends on how well Curry plays. But I see him being in the MVP conversation. I don't think he's going to win it ultimately because, you know, six seeds just don't win MVPs. It's just a reality of the situation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're my six seed. So. Yeah, I mean, I have them for my seven seed. And, again, I could see them being a six seed. I wouldn't be surprised. But, um I mean, I kind of agree with you on what you're saying. Uh, Wiseman he doesn't have to be great. He probably just has to get to like probably like 14, like 13 points a game, you know, nine and 10 rebounds. He kind of just has to be a guy who's going to be there. And um, he's not going to have to do much in this offense. Uh, so I kind of expect him to have like a pretty good rookie year, but nothing like insane. Um, I actually probably higher on Wiggins than probably you are and probably most people. Um, I think the situation in Minnesota was just terrible. Um, there, That's just like – a losing organization mentality that Minnesota has. And it's obviously shown its effect on Carl Anthony Towns. Um, because he, I think he's a much better player than he is showing on the Timberwolves right now, but then getting him out of Minnesota, a healthy Curry, obviously losing Thompson really hurts because we had a really good team with Thompson. Uh, if Thompson was healthy, they'd definitely be higher up. Um, but, I think he can give you – he can still give you – I mean, he's a career average 20-point per game scorer. I mean, that, you can't – that's pretty – it's hard to take away from him. Obviously, he doesn't do much everywhere else. But I think he'll be better defensively. Not great, but I think he'll be better. Getting Oubre, uh, that really helps because he's a good outside shooter. He's going to give you, like, 15 points a night. Um, he can – he's not going to replace Thompson, obviously, but he's going to be able to be a defensive presence enough to where if Wiggins can improve defensively. You could have your wings can be um, pretty good defensively. I think Draymond's going to be better. Draymond's not going to like, I don't know how many points he's going to average. It may be like six points, eight points a game, but I think it'll be a lot better defensively. It looks like he's slimmed down um, playing with Curry, healthy Curry, playing with Oubre, Wiseman, Wiggins. That'll be so much better. He's going to do everything. Not like you were asking him to do everything, but he can still make plays with the ball. He's still a great passer. And defensively, he did win Defensive Player of the Year before. I'm not saying he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but I think he's going to be a lot better. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on an all-defensive team. Um, so, yeah, no, I definitely like their team. Um, but right now I have him as the seven seed. I could definitely see them uh, flip-flopping with the Jazz at six and seven. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But it definitely comes down to Curry and how well he plays. Um I'd expect him to be towards the MVP conversation. He's not going to win it, but kind of, I agree with what you're saying. He's definitely going to be at the top of that. Uh, he's definitely going to be in that conversation of MVP. Yeah. He'll be similar to where Chris Paul was last year, not in like play style or anything, or like, you know, what you thought of his year, but he'll be somebody yeah. that, you know, is not going to win it, but you feel like you have to mention him just because he should he, like without him, like this team would be nowhere near with where they were. We'll see that with OKC when, you know, I don't think either of us have OKC in our playoff picture. I could be wrong on that, but I'd be, I'd be surprised no. if you, I would have to end the show if you had them, if you had them there. Uh, 
anyways, uh, so we'll go to the – I'll go to my seven seed. It's just – it's the Jazz. It was just our six and seven seeds flip-flops. Kind of, I kind of already touched, touched on them. There's not too much to really say. It's going to come down to, to Mitchell and Gobert. They have – I mean, I've already said this all. So I'll just – we'll move on. We'll move on to the eight seed. Uh, yeah. Do you, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Um, I'll go first. I'll yeah, go you first go first. Here. This might be a surprising pick. I, I don't know if it is. I have the Grizzlies as my eight seed. Uh, they were almost there last year. I, th- I want to say they had a better start season than they did, you know, the second half. Um, the Grizzlies, it's just going to come down to Morant. Uh, is he going to take the leap this year? Um, whatever you define the leap as. I mean, he had one of the best rookie years anybody's ever had, really. I don't know about ever had, but he had an incredible rookie year. Um, he wasn't even the best rookie in his class, but even then most years he wins rookie of the year. He did. He did win rookie of the year. I mean, I I would say he wasn't the best, but anyways, um, Jaron Jackson jr. He should develop into somebody that can be a two, or that's what you'd hope if you're the Grizzlies. I don't know that it happens for like a championship winning team, but you know, to be the eight seed Moran and J and triple J, like it doesn't get much better than that. Brandon Clark was an absolute steal in the draft a couple of years ago. I mean, last year. last year, sorry. He was what, what, what was he in rookie of the year? Was he like fourth or something? Third, right? Um, he was something like that. Maybe fourth. Yeah, like I think he was, I think he was a there. finalist, right? I want to say he was a finalist. Um, I could be wrong on that, but again, I mean, absolute steal of a pick. I just remember, I forget who the Celtics drafted that we could have had him. Took Roman Langford. I think it was Romeo Langford, yes. And and I think Clark was like six picks later in the draft. And, I mean, Langford had a horrible rookie year. He just, I mean, he just looks like he's just not really going to play at all. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Clark was an absolute steal of a pick. Um, you still – I mean, you've got – you just got Justice Winslow. I mean, we'll see how everything works out. Uh, I still – I think this team is very good. I mean, Morant, Triple J, I think – I think if they get better, the Grizzlies will get better. I think they'll be a much better – I don't know about much better, but I think they'll be a better team than last year, even though their seeding only improved by, like, one spot technically. Um, I just think the West is so stacked that I can't really put the Grizzlies above any of these teams. Uh, you could argue the Warriors. I might have the Warriors slightly high, but I still don't – I don't think I do. Uh, I just think it depends on, you know, Curry, really, for the most part. I still think the Jazz are a better team than the Grizzlies. I definitely don't see the Grizzlies having a better record than the Jazz. I think the Jazz just have too many pieces. I mean, Michael Conley, even though he didn't play great, I think he's going to have a bit of a beat of rebound year. Bogdanovich, obviously Mitchell and Gobert. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think, this, I think this Grizzlies team is a team that is going to be vying for that eight seed, that seven seed. Do they get it? I'm predicting yes, but I honestly – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Grizzlies end up as the ten seed – I could even see them being the 11 seed. I, I mean, they, they might not be in the seven seed. I don't know, but I think they're somewhere in between that seven to 10 or 11 range. Uh, I have them at eight though. You know, that was, that was pretty surprising. I did not think we were going to go Grizzlies there. I don't even have the Grizzlies in my top 10. Um, I guess I'm just going to say, so for eight, I have the trailblazers. I mean, we've been over them. I'm just not as high in them, but I still think they'll make the playoffs. Um, I'd be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs, especially with the play-in tournament. But even if it was a normal year, I'd still think they'd just make the playoffs anyways. Um, at least be the eight seed. That's still have a chance to be in the playoffs. But 
Um, I'm just going to say my next two picks um, just because they're kind of the same kind of pick because the nine and 10 seed they're in the play in tournament. So I'm going with the Suns for my nine seed and the Pelicans for my 10 seed. Uh, So I don't even have the Grizzlies on there, like I said. Um, So that means that you're rather leaving off one of those teams or you're leaving off the Rockets, but I guess we'll get into that. Uh, I think the Suns, they get Chris Paul. Um, They lose Oubre, but I think getting Chris Paul was big. They got um, Jalen Smith in the draft, which we'll see how he plays. He's going to be a bench guy most likely. Uh, They get – they still have Booker and Ian. Booker's – going to give you 25 points a night, maybe more, depending. Probably with Paul, probably not. But I think Aiden, um, obviously they should have went Luca with that draft pick. But, I mean, let's looking back on it. I think Aiden was definitely – it's not a bad pick at all. It's not like he took Marvin Bagley um, with the next pick. So, it's not a bad pick. And he's – I mean, I think last year he was 18 and 11 or 18 and 12 he was. And I think he can probably be like a 20 – he could maybe just give you 18 again with Chris Ball being there because he's probably going to give you – He's going to get better. He's going to have a better year. He's going to be – even if his stats don't look better, he's going to be better. Um, and defensively, I expect him to be better. Uh, so, I have uh, – I think he's going to improve um, just playing-wise, maybe not stats-wise. Booker will be uh, pretty good. Paul's going to be good. He's not going to be as good as he was last year, obviously, but he'll be good. Um, and, then, you know, the rest of the team, it's it's a decent roster. It's nothing amazing. I mean, they got Jay Crowder, which I think is actually a pretty good pickup for them. Um, but I don't see them getting into the top eight, but I see them at nine. And then for the Pelicans, it's – they have a good young team, but – I don't see them being able to get one of those spots. Again, they'll have a chance at 10, uh, but we'll have to see how Zion plays, if he can stay healthy. Um, I'd be, again, I'd be surprised if he – it would be interesting to see how much he actually plays this season just because of the injuries that he's had. It's a condensed season. Um, I'll be surprised if he plays like – they're playing 72 games. I'd kind of be surprised if he played 60-plus, honestly. Um, we'll have to see how he – how he is physically throughout the season. But, I mean, Lonzo, I'm not that big on Lonzo. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, Ingram, he's definitely he's definitely a real player. He's obviously an all-star, one most improved last year. Um, they get Steven Adams. That's a, I think that was a pretty good pickup, especially because they lost Derek Favors. Um, I think Adams is probably better. Uh, they get Kyra Lewis in the draft, which I think he's a pretty good bench player. They got Eric Bledsoe also through the trade from Drew Holiday. So, and they still have J.J. Redick, who could just be a spot-up shooter and stuff like that. But – I don't see them being good enough to leapfrog those other teams, but I still see them being in the play-in tournament. Yeah, so I've got the Spurs and the Timberwolves as my nine. And, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was about to say you got the Spurs. No, I've got I've got the same teams. I've got the exact same teams. I've got Suns nine, Pelicans ten. Uh, basically, everything you said. Booker's probably going to be the best team, uh, best player on that team. Uh, Paul's probably going to be at the two. Aiden the three. I think I expect Aiden again to have the same stats as he did last year on the same 18 and 12, but on probably better efficiency, probably a few less shots a game. Uh, I, I didn't like their, their pick at 10 Jalen Smith. Um, I just, I thought it was a bit of a reach. I thought there were better options on the board. Uh, again, Jay Crowder is a big pickup. I mean, he's again, he's always like a, a solid sixth or seventh best player on a team that's capable of getting to the finals last year was on the heat. He's been on the Celtics. He was on the jazz. He's a solid player. Mikhail Bridges is again, a very solid player. Sarge is a solid player. They're a solid team. Uh, It just depends on, you know, how efficient can Booker be? Is he the number one player on a winning team in general? 
I think that's something people have taken into question. Uh, I mean, he hasn't won in his career yet. So, you know, his, his, his greatest accomplishment in the NBA right now is going eight and zero in the bubble. So, I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. That's just not much. Um, that's really what it's going to come down to. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. Um, is Chris Ball going to be a, a positive for this locker room? I would assume so. But, uh, you know, if you're Devin Booker and you're looking to start winning and Chris Paul comes in and tells you how to win, you kind of just think to yourself, wait, Chris Paul has literally won nothing. So, and he's obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. I'm just, we'll see how everything goes. I think this team's going to be great. I might have them slightly low at number nine. I, I don't think I do. I could see them going past the Grizzlies. I don't know if I see them being better than the Jazz. I think the Jazz are just a better coached team. They're a better organization. I think Mitchell right now is probably slightly better than Booker, although I think Booker has potential to be better. He's a better offensive player. Uh, Mitchell's better defensively, though. Um, yeah, and on the Pelicans, I mean, they've got a solid roster. Obviously, Zion, you're, you know, you have to – if you're a Pelicans fan, you're hoping he's – is it out of the question that by the end of this year he's a top-10 player in the league? I don't know uh, that it is. I would, I would say – I mean, ESPN ranked him at like 19, which I thought was was kind of high. I thought, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was top 15. I wouldn't say top 10. I'd say. After I mean, I'd say right now it's a top. Season, I would say from what we saw, he played like a top 30 player last year. From what we saw, the limited. Yeah, but that's, but that's I'm just limited saying. games. It's not enough film. I think it's you have to create. You have to create a defense for him, which I think you can do. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I think it'll be a top 15 player, but I don't know about top 10. I would say I would I would be a little bit surprised if he was top ten, but I'm just saying it's possible. It's definitely not out of the question. Uh, I mean, other than Zion, though, they still have an incredible roster. Roster Ingram is, I mean, he's like a borderline All Star player. If he was in the East, he'd be an All Star for sure. Uh, you got Stephen Adams this year, and that's a big pickup. Eric Bledsoe, I mean, you know, the Drew Holiday trade's not great. Ultimately, you know, you're not going to replace him necessarily, but Eric Bledsoe's not a bad player. Um, you're not necessarily worried about Eric Bledsoe's playoff woes because, um, you know, you just want to make the playoffs in general. Uh, J.J. Reddick's obviously a three-point shooter. He can do everything. Well, you know, he can do shooting. That's it, actually. Uh, Lonzo Ball, I'm probably, be- I'm probably bigger on Lonzo Ball than you are. He's a solid playmaker. We'll see how his shot is I, I'm not sold on his three-point shot or his shot in general, um, but I still think he can be a solid playmaker on the court. Josh Hart's a solid bench piece. Kyra Lewis, I thought was a fine pick in the draft. Um, I mean, sure. We'll see how good Jackson Hayes is. I mean, I don't have much like hope from what we've seen, but I mean, we'll see, I guess. Uh, I think this team ends up getting the 10 seed. I think it's big for the for the Pelicans to make the playoffs this year. Uh, you want to start getting that winning, sorry. You want to start getting that winning culture. Uh, you definitely don't want to be like a bottom bottom feeder team this year. Uh, you've got all the pieces you really need to start building your to start building your team. I don't think you need another top pick. I mean, you've got Zion, you've got Ingram. That alone should be enough to get you in the top ten. If that's not, that's bad. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they're my they're my tenth they're my tenth seed. Uh, I don't know how you want to do the whole like this now. All right. Well, I was going to say, so we have, so just to repeat, so my seven, eight, nine, ten is Warriors, Blazers, Suns, and then Pelicans. Uh, so mine is, uh, I've got Jazz, Grizzlies, Suns, Pelicans. All right. So 
that's what we think at the end of the regular season, that's what it's going to end up as. But when the playoffs actually start, so after the play-in games are done, I have it as Warriors 7, and I have the Suns as the 8 seed. I have them beating the Blazers in that game. So I have the, Bla- I have the Suns being the 8 seed, and then the Blazers just wouldn't make the playoffs. All right, so can you repeat how that goes one more time just to make sure I have mine right? So the 7 and 8 seed will play one game. Yeah. Whoever wins that game is the seven seed. Whoever loses that game plays the winner of the nine ten seed game. Okay. And then whoever – so the loser of the 7-8 and the winner of the 9-8, they All play. Right, cool. Whoever yep. wins that game is the eight seed. Yep, okay. I've got Jazz 7, Suns 8. So that essentially so, means that – that means that I have the Grizzlies losing to the Jazz and I have the Grizzlies losing to the Suns. I had the Suns beating the Pelicans to get in that playoff game. They ended up beating the Grizzlies. So it's Jazz 7, Suns 8. So ours are pretty – it's pretty – getting in it's just different teams at the room yeah uh, i'd say we only had one different team right you had um the rockets and i didn't well you don't yeah you just don't have the rockets at all which i think i think i mean again it depends on harden you're looking at it as if harden's not going to be there i'm looking as i'm not I, even looking at it as that i mean i mean if james is there they're yeah. making the playoffs I, I think that's i'd be i'd be completely surprised if they didn't make the playoffs maybe harden, i'm just not big yeah. on harden i'm not big on harden we'll but see what to, happens I don't know what happens. I don't think they make the playoffs. All right. I mean, I'd, again, I'd be very surprised if that happens. Whether it's but... a similar to the AD situation where he just, like, stops playing. I mean, Harden's, Harden's a hefty guy now. I, like, he, I, I don't think, think he really cares. I think like, he could still get you 30 points. In the, I don't think oh, sure. He'll still, be, he'll still be elite in the regular season. But we've had – there's. I mean, I don't know. I just don't think he's a lock for the playoffs. Even if he's on that team, I just – Chemistry wise, I don't. I'm not looking forward to that team at all. Uh, but I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, I still ultimately think Harden won't be on the team anyways, though. But yeah, um, we want to go finals teams now, or sorry, the Western Conference team. Eastern Conference teams. We're not going to give our final for the Western. We're going to go Eastern and then give. No, finals. We'll go Eastern and then we'll do our finals. Okay. Uh, I'll let you go first, I guess, for one seed. Yeah. All right. So for my one seed for the East, I have the Bucks. Um, I mean, it's kind of a boring pick. Um, I, most people are thinking that there could be different picks for the one seed. I really see it as the Bucks, honestly. Um, I think the improvements, I mean, they obviously, they traded for Drew Holiday, which is definitely an improvement for them. Anyways, with Giannis, uh, one defensive player of the year last year. Milton's a good defender. Uh, Lopez is pretty good at, um, in being a presence in the paint and blocking shots. So Drew Holiday's only going to add to that. Uh, they didn't have to give up much, but in player-wise, they really just gave up picks. Um, they also picked up Torrey Craig. They have Bobby Portis. Um, these are guys who are going to make you know minimal contributions. DJ Augustine, a nice backup point guard for them. Uh, so, again, they made minimal uh, additions. And those guys, Drew Holiday's obviously the biggest guy that they made. Uh, Giannis signed the extension, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, it's the first time we're talking about it. But I think it was the – I think it was the right move. I mean, I don't really see how it's the wrong move in any way. Um, no matter what was going to happen, I, yeah, I just see – I think it, he works well in Milwaukee, and I think he's fine with that. He likes Milwaukee, so I don't see any problem with it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I see them being the one seed in the East. Uh, the, last, the last two years they've been the one seed, and I see it happening again. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement here. I have – 
I also have the Bucks at one. I would be kind of surprised if it was any other team. Um, I mean, obviously the Heat handled the Bucks pretty quickly there last year. Uh, I'll talk about the Heat later, but I might have the Heat a little bit lower than you. I, I think the Heat take a little bit. I mean, they were what? They were the five seed last year. I, th- I would not – I would say it's li- – I don't know if it's likely, but I think there's a solid chance they end up back at the five seed or four seed again this year. Uh, the Drew Holiday pickup is big. You now know Giannis is here long-term. You know you're in it for the long haul here with Giannis. Um, the team's built around him. You just got to start winning in the, regular, in the postseason. I, I don't know if Budenholzer is the coach. I'm not a big Budenholzer guy. Uh, he's clearly – he's been the one seed many times. Uh, he, he was the one seed back in that Hawks team. But I don't understand, like, playing your star, like, 10 minutes a game. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense, especially in the postseason. I think Giannis averaged – he averaged, what, like 30-something, like low 30s minutes a game. He doesn't play his stars enough, uh, or he just he spreads it out too much in the postseason and even sometimes in the regular season. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Bucks are still super talented. Giannis is an, as a dominant regular season player, just like a Harden or just like other players. This team is so good. Uh, the chemistry is there. You lose Bledsoe, but Bledsoe's garbage anyways uh, for the most part. So, I mean <laughs> – He's not garbage, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he's just not, I mean, he's not going to, he's just not, he just wasn't good on the Bucks really that, that well in the playoffs, at least for sure. And not in the playoffs holidays, a big upgrade. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have the Bucks one. It's not really much to say. I'll let you go for the two seed. Cause I, I think you're, I think you'll enjoy my, my two seed prediction. I mean, well, we'll see what it is, but I have a feeling maybe the Celtics, which would be a reach, but for my two seed, I have the Nets. Um, it's kind of the same situation uh, that the Lakers and Clippers are kind of in. It's like I, their team, obviously they didn't like make the finals last year or anything like that, but they're getting Durant back, Irving back. They both come from injuries. Obviously KD's was way more severe than Kyrie's was, but um, they're not going to be playing that much in the regular season. They'll, I mean, obviously they'll play the majority of the games, but there's, they're definitely going to be sitting out games. But I think their team overall is definitely a pretty good team. Um, obviously they have Levert, who I think is pretty good. You can give you like 15 a night um, and be solid for you. Uh, they have Torian Prince, DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen. Uh, they have Joe Harris, Langey Shamit, who they got, who I think is going to be really well on their team. Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, they picked up Jeff Green, who was pretty good. Went halfway the season and he was pretty good in the playoffs. So I think just the players that they have besides Kyrie and Katie are good enough to win games for you. Obviously we saw that last year when Katie didn't play the entire season, Kyrie basically missed the entire season and they still made the playoffs. Um, so adding those two players, you're only going to get better and getting Shamit, getting a healthy Dinwiddie, um, getting still having those other pieces that they have. Um, I've been being a two seed and I think this is kind of where the teams in the East, you can kind of mix and match and put them wherever you want, but I still see the Nets being the two seed. So I've got the Raptors as my two seed. Oh, the Raptors. Okay. I'm, I think I'm probably high. I'm pretty high on the Raptors, I guess. I mean, having them as my two seed, I feel like is high enough. Uh, I would say they got worse in the off season. Uh, you lost Gasol, which is unfortunate. You did lose Rondé Hollis Jefferson as well. You also lost Ibaka. Unfortunate losses. Um, you did you did add Aaron Baines. I would say that's a solid pickup. I don't know that he's as good as Gasol or Ibaka. I, I mean, I, he's kind of he's kind of a different player. Um, 
that's kind of all you did in the offseason. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see. You also signed Alex Len. You drafted Malachi Flynn. I don't really know too much, too much about him, uh, but he's out of the people who drafted between like 20 and 30. He's somebody that has gotten a lot of hype. Uh, we'll see if he even like plays that much. Um, I still think the Raptors are an incredible team with an incredible coach, arguably the best coach in the, in the NBA right now. Uh, Pascal Siakam is still, I mean, he looked horrible in the postseason for sure, but in the regular season, again, I have no doubt he's going to be great. Lowry is on Lowry. You know, I was not a big Lowry guy, but I mean, Lowry has done nothing but prove me wrong. Uh, he's such a gritty player. He's pretty chubby and stuff and he looks pretty stupid and he flops all the time, but I mean, he's still, he's such a gritty player and he's a player that if he was on my team, I mean, I'd probably love to have him. Van Vliet, you got back Van Vliet. I mean, that's big. Um, you've still got a lot of, you've got solid bench pieces. You've got, I mean, Ananobi is still, if I think I expect Ananobi to be a lot better this year. I think he looks pretty good in the postseason. I would say he looks pretty good. There were times where in the Celtics series, he looks like Toronto's best player. Uh, especially with Siakam just not playing well at all. Um, so that's big. I mean, Powell, you still have Powell. Obviously, Baines, like I said. I think this team's I, – I, th- I don't know. I could definitely see them not being the two seed, but I'm not big on the Nets. Uh, I'm not super big on the Sixers. So it kind of leaves me for the Raptors here. I'm going to go the Raptors my two seed. I don't know, you know, that it's by a lot of games, but I mean, I got the Raptors as two seeds, so. You know, I think that's definitely a reach um, for them being the two seed. I definitely have them lower, uh, but I mean, I'll talk about that when I get to them. But for my three seed, I have the Sixers. I think the improvements that they made in the offseason were some of the best improvements um, that a team made throughout the league. Um, like I said, they got Seth Curry. They got um, Danny Green. They got rid of Al Horford's contract, which seemed kind of – untradeable um, at a time, but they got Danny Green, who you can say what you want about him, but he's still a good shooter. He's a good player. He's been on championship teams. Uh, he brings leadership and he can still play decent defense. You know, like I would say average defense, maybe a little bit better uh, as he's gotten older. Uh, they get Tyrese Maxey in the draft. Um, they still have Embiid, Simmons. Um, you ha- they got Dwight Howard also in free agency, which I think is just another big guy that can, uh, kind of gets you like 10 and 10 a night and he could definitely play pretty good defense. Um, and you still have Tobias Harris also. I think is, I think he knows his role. Obviously he got paid way too much, but I think he can still get you 18 to 20 points a night. Uh, can He has to be a better shooter. His efficiency has to go up in uh, shooting wise. Um, but I think if you could do that, they're fine. And this is really the, this is the year to see if Simmons and Embiid can work. Now they may trade for Harden, Again, I'm assuming that they don't. I'm assuming that it's just Simmons and Embiid that are going to be on this team. Um, they get Doc Rivers, his new coach, new front office. You get um, uh, Daryl Morey from the Rockets. Uh, he obviously made – I think he made great uh, transactions in the offseason, like I just said. So, I think this is their, really their final year to prove that Simmons and Embiid can work. I think they're going to both be a lot better than they've been in the past. So, I think them being a three seed, I think it's the perfect spot for them. Um, and in the playoffs, I mean, we're not talking playoffs, but I think the playoffs are going to be a real threat uh, to most teams in the East. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, my three seed, I've got the Boston Celtics. 
So, I mean, we'll talk about Tatum. I'm much bigger on Tatum than you are. I would say – I don't even know that I'm that big on Tatum. I would just say you're just, like, not big on Tatum. I still think Tatum is yeah. <laughs> an elite – I guess I'll call him a small forward. He's an elite small forward right now, in my opinion. He's – I mean, he's not as good as Kawhi. He's not as good as LeBron, if you call LeBron a small forward. But, I mean, Tatum's up there. He's, he's going to be an all-star. I mean, he's the best player on the Celtics, and I don't even know that it's that close. Jalen Brown, I expect him to get slightly better. He's probably the second best player, maybe the third best player in the Celtics. Kemba is still a solid point guard. He'll, he'll give you around 20 a game, and he's much better defensively than somebody like Isaiah Thomas was back in the day, even though he's not great. Um, Marcus Smart, I mean, he's still – he might be the best defensive player in the league at least at the guard position, you could argue he's so gritty. He's similar to Kyle Lowry, but probably not as good. Um, he's better defensively, but probably not as good offensively, uh, not even close probably. Uh, Marcus Smart's one of those players where if you're not a fan of his of him, like you hate him, but if he's on your team, you really enjoy him. And ultimately he, you know, he contributes to a winning culture. Um, Marcus Smart and others were bumping heads in the locker room last year. Um, we'll see how things work out. If it does come to a point where the locker room stuff gets shaky and somebody has to be traded, let's say it's between Smart and Tatum. I mean, you're tra- between Smart and anybody he was arguing with last year, it'd be Smart without a doubt because it was definitely one of the best players in the team that he was that he's button heads with. I could see Smart getting traded this year. Um, if you trade him, I still think you get something back to the point where it's not that big of a downgrade. Uh, you drafted Aaron Nesmith, a shooter. He's going to, I think he'll fit in perfectly fine. Jeff Teague, I mean, okay. Uh, he'll be an upgrade at the backup position, a backup point guard position over Wanamaker for sure. He went to the Warriors. Tice is not everyone's favorite. Um, I don't think he's going to start. He's not going to start this year. But again, I mean, he played perfectly fine in the postseason, but ultimately he's super small and he's not going to be able to guard somebody like an Embiid. You picked up Tristan Thompson in a free agency. He's a solid pickup. He'll be able to rebound the ball. He'll be able to defend the center position. Real, better than Tice, for sure. Uh, I, don't know how I, I don't know how I loved the, uh, the Peyton Pritchard pick. Um, I mean, a lot of people have been super high on him since he uh, came to the Celtics from like a local perspective or whatever. I mean, I don't think he was going to play that much. Robert Williams... I mean, I'm getting super deep into the depth chart at this point, but Robert Williams, he's been hyped for multiple years now at this point. Uh, He's looked absolutely horrible in the preseason. And I've never been a big Robert Williams guy. Uh, Grant Williams, whatever. I mean, he's probably at the back of the rotation at this point. Langford, Carson Edwards, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of garbage draft picks. Uh, Ultimately, though, I think Tatum, Brown, Walker, those three players are so good. And the bench might not be great. But I think ultimately they're a team that still has chemistry. Losing Gordon Hayward's unfortunate, but it's one less mouth defeat, as dumb as that sounds, um, in terms of like star players. Uh, Hayward at times could mess chemistry up because you know he's out for so long, then he's back, and then he's out again for so long. And even not even talking about that one ankle injury, over the course of his whole time here at Boston, it's been injury after injury after injury after injury. And it's every single time when, the, when he'd come back to the Celtics, they'd get instantly worse. So they have to get that chemistry back and they get better again and they get, they'd get to their peak. Right. And then Hayward get injured again, or somebody else would get injured again. And you'd have to just keep going through that. And, you know, maybe they get better without, without Hayward there. Uh, I've got the Celtics at three though. 
Yeah, I mean, I have the Celtics at four, uh, so it's not much different from three. I just think they're – I think right now they're probably worse than the Sixers are and the Nets are for sure. <clears throat> but you're right. I'm not big on Tatum. I think he's definitely a one, but I'm not sure of how – how much like I think there's different tiers of being a one like just specifically being a one there's like the ones like LeBron or what like Luka is going to be then there's the ones like Harden who he's obviously the best player on the team but he's not going to be able to elevate your team to take you to like a championship level without other surrounding pieces around him then even then he still comes up short as we've seen and I think most people think that Tatum's going to be one of the best players in the league and I don't doubt that he's going to be that, but I just don't think he's that type of player. Um, and so speaking of just the Celtics, though, I think Tatum, he's definitely still going to be your best player. He's going to be one of the best players in the league, but I don't think he's enough to take you to a championship type level. Jalen Brown's definitely a really nice player. He can give you 20 night and play really good defense, guard the, the opposing team's best player, him and Smart can, um, depending on size. Um, Kemba, I, he's, he's not healthy. I just like, I don't even know when no, that's he's true. coming back. So I think that's definitely something they said they're going to update him his status in January. I mean, he may not come back till February at some point and we don't really even know. So, and even if he does come back, he most likely won't even be a hundred percent healthy for the entire season. I think that's yeah. going to hurt. No, that's true. Getting Teague, getting Teague can help, but he's not going to replace Walker. Um, getting, I think the Thompson pickup was a really nice pickup. He can play a uh, really good defense. And he can rebound the ball, which is something that they haven't had in a while. Someone that could uh, defend at multiple positions, but obviously the center position, which they're going to have to do with Embiid um, and even like Giannis possibly. Um, but he's, I thought that was a really good pickup. I think the Peyton Pritchard pick was definitely a mistake. They, I think they should have taken Tyrell Terry there. That would have been a great pick for them. Uh, being a shooter, they would have got Neesmith, who's a shooter. It could play some defense, but more of a shooter offensive type. And Tyro Terry could be that guy off the bench that you could have if Kemba's going to be injured. He can come in and be a really nice bench player for them. So I think they missed on that pick. Um, but I think they're still good enough to be the four seed in the East. But I just don't think they're the type of level to compete with the Nets. And if the Sixers are at their best, I don't. I still think they're below the Sixers, the Sixers at their best. So that's why I'm at four. Um, but – Again, when it comes to the playoffs, I don't, I don't, not that high on them. When it comes to the playoffs, I ultimately would say, in terms of the regular season, for me, teams two through six are relatively interchangeable. If you told me my six seed was the two seed next year, I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be like, wow, that's definitely not happening. Like, I could see it happening. And I'll get into who my six seed is in a bit, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but you probably have like at least a few teams that you would say, like, you could relatively kind of change them out. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'll get into my four seed. It's going to be, again, a probably a relatively surprising pick. I have got the Miami Heat here. I'm not exactly sure how to feel about the Heat. I mean, obviously they played outstanding in the postseason last year. I don't know that that's the team that they're going to be going forward. Uh, obviously, Butler... I think there were doubts about him, you know, his whole career uh, starting in Chicago, then in Minnesota, especially when it was like, what's going on? Like he's a, is he, is he the locker room cancer or is it towns? Like what's going on here? And it looked like, it looked like he was done, not done, but like done is like, you know, the one and he went to the Sixers and that didn't work out. And it was like, what's going on? Like 
now now we're sure it's Butler, right? Like it's Butler that's you know causing all these all this locker room drama. He goes over to the Heat as a definitive number one player, and next thing you know, this Heat team is going to the finals. You know, potentially even going to beat the Lakers in the finals and win the finals championship. I mean, I think Butler thrived in a situation where he was the definitive number one. I think he likes that. I think he wants to take that on. I think he wants to be the best basketball player on the team, or at least the presence there to be the number one. I think he butted heads with a lot of players. Um, and that might be a negative or a positive. I don't know how you look at it. It depends. Because if you think Butler can be the number one on a championship winning team, then that's a positive. But if you think, you know, ultimately he's going to have to have somebody there that's better than him. And if that's going to cause problems like it did in Philadelphia and probably Minnesota, then that's probably a negative because I mean, for me right now, I think, you know, I think you need another piece there. That's somebody that's probably equally as good to Jimmy Butler for this team to win a championship or at least close to Jimmy Butler. And I don't, and I fear that potentially this team gets to a point where if there is somebody like that, maybe it's, I don't know if it, I don't think it'd be bam, but if, if they do get some other piece that get, that comes here and you know what, it, it wouldn't be honest because Giannis signed the extension, but let's just say in a hypothetical world, Giannis did sign with the heat next year. You know, like, how is this all going to work out? Like, is it Butler's team? Is it, is it Giannis's team? It's childish stuff. It's media stuff, but it's stuff that we've seen matters to Butler very much. Uh, if you've watched a lot of uh, a lot of his interviews he's done, he's got stuff. He's got like segments with companies on like YouTube and stupid stuff like that. You can clearly see that it's it, it matters to him for sure. Uh, I think I listened to him on like the JJ Reddick podcast and listening to what he talked about from other teams. Like, I don't know. I just I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about that that Heat locker room. But you know, talking about them as my four seed at least. Um, Butler's still a great player. I mean, Bam is he. He took a leap. I mean, we've clearly seen that he's the third best center in the league. Um, and, you know, who knows? He might even get better. Uh, that block on Tatum was one of the best plays I've seen in a defensive plays I've seen in a long time, especially in a moment like that. Hero, I mean, he emerged in the playoffs as well. I'm not – and people hyped him up so way, way, way too much. But, I mean, that doesn't mean he wasn't a great player for them in the, in the postseason. Duncan Robinson is – an average to above average starting small forward in in the league. He's an absolutely lights out shooter. He might be the best shooter in the league other than Curry. Uh, field goal percentage wise, he was the best last year. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you got Goran Dragic back this year. Again, that's huge. Um, he was kind of like he was a spark on that team. Uh, he meant a lot to the, the locker room there. Uh, so I think that was a big pickup, or sorry, big not pickup, but I mean to get him back is big. Uh, I still think this team's great. I think Kendrick Nunn's a solid piece there as well. Uh, you got Avery Bradley, which is a solid pickup. I mean, he and the regular season for the Lakers meant a lot. I think when he, when it was announced he wasn't coming to the bubble, a lot of people thought that was a big loss for the Lakers and another reason the Clippers were going to win. Ultimately, it didn't mean that much, but it went to show that Avery Bradley was enough for people to say, you know what, the Lakers don't have it. And I mean, he's going to be a great player for them. So yeah, I've got the Heat at four. Ultimately, like I said, I could see the Heat being I could see the Heat being three. I could see maybe even the Heat being two. Who knows? I could see the Heat being six. I could see the Heat being five as well. So all right. Um, yeah, I mean I have the Heat at five, so it's kind of similar. Um in that. Uh I I, I mean I agree with the stuff that you're saying. Um I just I mean, they were the five seed last year. Um, I don't really see them changing. I think they're kind of be they're gonna be pretty similar. They didn't make huge additions. I think the Avery Bradley addition was a very good pickup. 
because those first eight games in the bubble that the Lakers played, they were terrible defensively. Um, and that's obviously because Bradley didn't go to the bubble and it showed now when it came to playoffs and getting deeper in the rounds, it didn't matter as much. They definitely improved on their defense when it came to that. But for the first eight games, it was really showing that he was actually kind of a big loss for them. So I think getting him is going to be big. They did lose Jay Crowder. Uh, he went to the Suns, as we said before, which I think can definitely hurt a bit. But if Hero and Robinson can step up just a little bit um, and perform the way that – not perform the way they were playing in the playoffs, but just perform at a little bit of a better level, uh, that kind of makes up for that loss anyways. Um, I think the hype around Hero is too much also. Um, he's definitely a good player. He's not a great player or anything like that. Um, he's going to give you 13 to 15 points. His defense is never going to be good, um, but he's always going to be able to make plays and shoot the ball at a high level. Uh, Butler's – he's not – on a championship-level team, he's not a number one. Um, obviously, saying that they made the finals last year, but he's would you not say, a number one guy. Would, would you yeah. say that he's a on a similar tier to Tatum or – like not not play style or anything, but like on that like one tier would like because I I wouldn't put Harden in the same tier as Tatum as weird as that sounds, even though I agree Harden's not on the same tier as LeBron. I don't know what tier I would have Harden on, but I would say I would say Tatum is similar to to Butler in the way that like he might not be the two, but like you'd have to have somebody about equally as good as him at least on that team. Like yeah, right? no, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'd say also. Yeah. Like, when I was saying Harden and Tatum, it's that on the level, on the tiers of being a number one, like I'd put it into two tiers where you have like the supreme number one, like a Kawhi, a LeBron, a Luka who's going to be like that. Um, and then you have like the lower end of that tier, which I think is the guys who are clearly the best player, but they're just not good enough on their own to lift the team to get to a championship or to lift the entire team to be – uh, really consistent and get to the West Conference Finals. Yeah. Young and four can obviously improve on that. Harden, you could obviously see he's old enough where you know that he's not that type of player. Um, Butler, I mean, Butler is not the type of player that Tatum is, I'd say. Um, Tatum at his best versus Butler at his best, I'd pick Tatum. Uh, just looking at them 1v1, but on a team setting, uh, Butler's definitely a really good option because if you put pieces around him like Drogic, uh, Bam, Hero, Robinson, you just get pieces around him, then he, then the entire team gets better because he's an, he's an, even though people think he may be a selfish type player, he's definitely unselfish in that he definitely wants to take the shots, but he's okay with – I mean, Drogic and Bam were arguably their best players throughout the playoffs, you could say over Butler. I mean, the impact that they both had and them both being out in the finals. I mean, if Drogic and Bam were playing the finals, I'm not saying the Heat would have won that, won that series, but it went six without them, basically. I think it easily could have went seven, and they they definitely could have won that series if you had the healthy Drogic and Bam. So I, I have them kind of going back to the regular season standings. I have them as the five seed. Um and I think they'll kind of be similar to what they were last year in the regular season. And, I mean, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. But, um, I mean, I have them as my five seed, which I think is reasonable for most people. The five seed, I've got the Nets. It's probably a little bit low. Uh, I just don't know how, you know, strong out of the, out of the gate that this team's going to be. Obviously, KD, you know, before he got injured, he was definitively the second best player in the league, maybe the third, but – I would say most people, I would say 95% of people thought he was the second best player in the league. Kyrie, 
you know, at his height was a top 10 player in the league. I'd still say he's probably a top 20 player, although that's more talent wise. I would say with the locker room shenanigans, I mean, he could, he could, in all honesty, he could be, who knows? He could be, I don't know. Like Kyrie is one of the most difficult players in the league. Uh, I don't know how exactly how to feel about him. You know, obviously in the Celtics, he was like, I'd say he was not, he was not the problem, but he was a, he was a big problem and why the team underperformed a lot. Uh, his, his lot, his locker room shenanigans. Did you see that video of him in the, in the, at TD garden in the preseason with like the, what was it again? It's like so stupid. It was like, it's the, um, it's like the native American, like smoke. I forget what it's called. I guess. Yeah, but he was like, he was like, burning sage or whatever across the court i just like just like this stupid like like flat earth type of stuff that only Kyrie would do and it's like it's not i don't even think he's doing it for like because he genuinely believes in anything i think he's just doing it for like the he wants to be unique and he wants to like i don't know i think it has to do with him being like the lebron understudy and now he just wants to do stuff to be unique and i don't even know what it is but he's so confusing I could see him just going off the rails at any point. Same with KD. They're just so they're very sensitive players, but ultimately they're both, you know, talent wise, they're both top 10, top 15 in the league. Durant being top three, top four. Uh, and around them, you still have a fairly decent roster. Karis Levert is a piece. He's a piece for sure. Uh, Allen's a solid center. Joe Harris shoots the ball. Dinwiddie is going to be a solid, probably off the bench player. I mean, he's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to be off the bench. Jordan, DeAndre Jordan, whatever you think of him, I mean, he's at least a he's at least you know a player on an actual roster in the league. Shamit's solid as well. Uh, Torian Prince, I mean, also solid. Um, I still think this team. I guess I'm slightly lower on them than you are. Um, I think this team could be the two seed. It really depends on how strong they come out the gate. Again, it is only 72 games. So if they do get it together by the all-star break, they're not going to have as many games necessarily to, you know, capitalize on with their chemistry. Um, I'm very scared of this team, you know, as a Celtics fan slash as an, if I were a Nets fan, um, because this team has potential to do so well, but they also have potential to kind of like have locker room problems. And if one thing doesn't go their way, then Kyrie throws a fit and the Brooklyn media, I mean, we'll see, uh, whatever, the New York slash Brooklyn media, whatever, whatever happens, like there's always potential for KD to just go off the rails and start going on his stupid rants. I don't even know his burner accounts, all this, all this stuff. I don't know exactly how to feel about the team, but I've got him at five. I think they end up somewhere around there. So. All right. Yeah. I'm definitely higher on them than you are, uh, it seems, but um I mean, I guess it could end up at five if something drastic happens. But for, for my six and seven teams, um, I'm kind of going to put them into one because I think they could easily uh, be replaceable. One could be six, one could be seven. Um, I could see it either way. So right now I have the Raptors at six and the Wizards at seven. Um, I would not be surprised if the Raptors were seven and the Wizards were six. I think the Raptors, so you're very high on them, which I, I don't agree with at all. Um, they did not get better. They definitely got worse in the offseason, losing Ibaka and Stahl. They got Van Fleet back. Larry is definitely declining. Uh, Siakam, we don't know. It seemed like he was going to be one, like a top 20 player going into last season. Now, not really sure on what he's going to be uh, because of how bad he performed in the playoffs. Um, and he was also injured a little bit last year, but it was really just how bad he was in the playoffs last year. 
um, the Wizards. They get Westbrook. They get rid of Wall. I think that's definitely an upgrade. Uh, they get Denny Advia. Uh, that's a ninth pick. Um, Rui Hachimura is their pick last year. Um, I think he's a solid piece. Uh, obviously, Bradley Beal. He averaged 30 points last year. He's probably not going to average 30 this year, but he's definitely going to get you, you know, 27 points a game. Uh, it'd be probably more efficient playing with Westbrook. Um, you have Thomas Bryant, who I think is actually a pretty good center if you look at him. He can hit threes. Um, he doesn't shoot many of them, but he, when he does, he actually hits them. Uh, he can get you like 13 to 15 points. Uh, he's an okay rebounder. He's not he's, – you know, he's like seven foot. He doesn't really play like a seven-footer, but I don't think that's the worst thing. Uh, they got Robin Lopez as a backup center, which I, I actually think he's a pretty good backup center. I think, like, uh, he would have been a good fit for the Celtics, but then they got Tristan Thompson, which definitely is an upgrade. But he, Robin Lopez wouldn't have been a bad option for the Celtics. And Westbrook, I think people are definitely down on him last year. Um, he was injured, and he had COVID for the playoffs. Um, I mean, before the playoffs, but I think that was just draining on him. And the culture, as we've seen in articles that have come out in Houston – Culture was not good at all, not to what he is accustomed to. So I think him being out of there definitely helps him, um, and I think it will help the Wizards team. So I wouldn't be surprised if they end up as the sixth seed. Again, I'm not high in the Raptors at all. Um, I think the only reason I do have him as the sixth seed is because of Nick Nurse and the culture that they have there. Um, I think they're just a winning organization, um, as we've seen these last couple of years. So I still put them over the Wizards, but again, I would not be surprised if uh, the Wizards would be six and Raptors would be seven. Yeah, I think the reason I'm high on the Raptors is, again, it's the culture, and I ultimately think, you know, I'm not a big Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. guy in the playoffs necessarily, but in the regular season, I still think he's going to be a top 25 player, uh, top 20 player maybe. Um, I still think Kyle Lowry is a great player as well. Um, but for my seven seed, I've got the Pacers. I'm not exactly too sure how to feel on the Pacers. Who's uh, your six seed? Oh, sorry. Jesus. Um, I just completely skipped over. I don't know. Sorry. My six seed, I've got the Sixers. Um, sorry, to, that was messed up. Um, I just looked at the seven instead of the six. Um, but for the Pacers, sorry, for the Sixers, oh, my God. What is going on with me? Um, I mean, this yeah, this is the last year for Simmons and Embiid. I'm not – I mean, trading Horford, I would say, is probably a plus. Uh, he just didn't fit on the roster. And I think the thought philosophy was, hey, like we're going to play the Celtics a lot in the regular season and probably in the playoffs. The number one roadblock for, for against the Celtics was Horford because he was, you know, he was a good defender against Embiid. So, like, if you can't beat him, then just recruit him, I guess. Uh, poach him from the Celtics. Ultimately, that was a horrible contract. Uh, at the time, I was kind of surprised Horford left the Celtics. But I, when I saw the contract, I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I was definitely not expecting it at all. It was super unexpected at the time. But, I mean, they paid him so much money and for many, many more years than I would have been comfortable with. So, ultimately, it was a good decision to not sign him. Uh, around, around Simmons and Embiid, you know, you got Doc Rivers this year. Uh, you did get Curry. You got you got Howard. You got Danny Green as well. You drafted Tyrese Maxey. Tobias Harris is, you know, he's overpaid, so overpaid. But, again, he's still a very solid player. He, he's a solid starter on a, on a good uh, NBA team. I'm probably low on this team. Uh, I don't – I'm not – it's weird because I'm not necessarily low on Simmons or Embiid, but I just don't love them together. Uh, I think Simmons needs to improve offensively especially shooting. He's still an incredible playmaker. He's an incredible passer. He creates plays for everybody else. 
you know, around the paint, he's great still. Um, driving, he's fine. But again, it's just shooting. Like, you're not going to be able to be, I don't even know if you could be a two or I don't know if you could be a two if you can't shoot the ball. Like, it's just, it's just the reality of it. Like, we've seen that in the playoffs, similar to what happened to Ronda when he was the only player on the Celtics those years after like the Nets trade and stuff. It's like people can just sag off him. And it's, it makes it so much harder for him to be a playmaker. And to keep the defense honest is really big. I'd like to see him start shooting some threes and actually, you know, making them. Even if he's only – if he's like, you know, he may not even be as good of a shooter as Giannis, but if he can keep the defense honest, that means so much for the 76ers and for, you know, Ben Simmons and everybody around him. Uh, I've got them as a six seed. That's probably slightly low. I still think Embiid's the second-best center in the league. Uh, I He – does have some injury problems like historically speaking um and he doesn't really he's not going to play all 72 games that's a fact uh so i mean we'll see how things how things play out if they get hardened i don't know that my seating changes that much to be honest again like i've said this team could be third like i don't know i think i think two through six are all going to have very similar records so yeah i mean that's all right, and then – so you had Pacers 7. So um, just Yeah, I guess I'll – hold on. I'll quickly talk about the Pacers at 7, I guess. Yeah, I, I have Pacers at 7. Um, they fired Nate McMillan. They hired Nate Bjorkgren or whatever, however you say that. Uh, their roster is very difficult. Um, this roster could look completely different by the time this year is even over. They could just decide to blow it up. Uh, they could trade Oladipo. They could trade Turner. I, would, I don't think they're going to trade Sabonis, but, I mean, who knows? I don't think they will. Uh, but I could definitely see Oladipo and Turner be traded. Uh, it's been talked about for a long time about Turner and Oladipo. Uh, right now, you could argue TJ Warren might even be their best player. Uh, he had he had a great bubble, and he definitely played well in the, in the postseason. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see how things go. I don't think this team's going to be as good as it was last year getting the four seed, but I still think this team's very solid. Malcolm Brogdon, Doug McDermott. I mean, this team's solid. I think they're the definition of like a solid NBA team. I don't think they have any ones. They don't probably don't even have any twos, but they've got some threes and some fours. B players, and you know, I think I think overall they kind of fit together. There's no, there's not many egos other than probably Oladipo. So, I think it works out. I think they get the seven seed. All right, uh, just to speed it up a little bit, I'm gonna just say my eight, nine, ten. So I have uh, Pacers at eight. Uh, Hawks at nine and Magic at ten. Um, I I'm definitely not high on the Pacers at all. Um, I think they probably do end up trading someone, if not Oladipo and Turner. But it, let's say they don't, uh, they're just not a good enough basketball team in order to be one of the top teams in the East. Um, and looking at the Hawks, um, just to kind of go through the teams, um, they made big additions, getting Rondo, Chris Dunn, Danilo Gallinari. I uh, got Clint Capella last year, Naka Okumbu in the draft. I uh, still have John Collins, Trey Young. They got Bodon Bogdanovich. Uh, I still have Cam Reddish, um, Kevin Herter. Uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, you say Hunter already? Yeah, Hunter. Uh, DeAndre Hunter. That's what I was forgetting. Uh, they still they have a lot of pieces. Like That's a good 10-man rotation. Maybe be like 11 or 12. I'm not even sure how many players it is. But the only problem I have with them, at least for the seeding-wise, is that Trey Young is he's he's not a good enough he's not good enough to be your best player on your team. Um, he's going to put up thirty and eleven or thirty and ten 
in points assist. He's not going to play defense at all, which is why they got Rondo and Dunn, obviously. Um, but if he's going to be your number one player, he's going to have to – He's going to have to trust his teammates way more than – I mean, again, last year. Their team wasn't great last year, but with the additions that they've made, if he doesn't tr- put more trust into his teammates this year, um, it's going to be a struggle for them, honestly, because if he's taking all the shots and making all the decisions, I don't trust them with the ball, uh, honestly, that much. And with the veterans that he has around them, he needs to give the ball to them and make, have them make plays. He Um, John Collins, they can make plays without having Trey Young have the ball for, you know, 70%, 80% of the game. So if that can happen, then I'll definitely be higher on them. And then for the Magic, I mean, for the 10 seed, you look at the teams that are left in the East, the Magic, it's between them and the Bulls, maybe the Hornets, but I would say probably not. Um, I, I just put the Magic there. They're, I, don't, I don't really have anything to say about them. They're not I'll just tell you they're not going to make the playoffs in the play-in tournament. So that's kind of why I put them there. They're just there. You have them at – so wait, so your eight is – can you repeat the order again? My eight is – my eight is Pacers, my nine is Hawks, and my ten is Magic. Okay. All right, so I've got my eight, nine, ten is Wizards, Magic, Hawks. I mean, Magic, yeah, I think we, for the most part, we agree. They've got some – they've got some, like, C-plus, B-minus players, but overall, I mean, they're not going to – they're just not. The Hawks, quickly, uh, I had them as my ten – Trey Young's great. Again, the defensive the defensive part is he's one of the worst, if not the worst, defender in the league right now. The team's not built around him to really hide that either, really. I mean, you did bring in Dunn and Rondo, but how often will Dunn and Young be playing at the same time? I'm sure they will be at, at, at times, but is this team built to be able to effectively hide Young, potentially like maybe the, the Warriors were solid at hiding Curry for a while? And even then, Curry was a much better defender than, than Young is right now. Uh, no. So yeah, I mean, I've got the Hawks at 10 wizards at eight quickly. I mean, it's just Russell Westbrook is, you know, I, I don't, I don't love Westbrook at all, but in the regular season, he just puts up too much stats and he's, he's not an efficient player necessarily, but he's too efficient to not make the playoffs most likely, uh, especially in the, if it's 10 seeds and you got the plan tournament, like he's just too efficient not to uh, Beal. I mean, it's Bradley Beal, you know, I don't know. Like, so, yeah, I mean, that team will make the playoffs for sure, at least the play-in the play tournament. Uh, do you want to go play-in tournament then and sort that out right now? Yeah, so um, so just to repeat, I have Wizards 7, Pacers 8, Hawks 9, Magic 10. Um, so for the seventh seed, for this for the play-in tournament, um, I have the Wizards being the seventh seed. Um, I have them beating the Pacers, and I'm securing the seventh seed. Um, I have the Hawks beating the Magic in the 9-10 matchup, and I have the Hawks beating the Pacers, and I have the Hawks being the official uh, eight seed in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so I've got, I've got Pacers and Wizards. It was my exact same 7-8. I have Magic and Hawks not making it in. So you think Pacers so, are going to beat the... Uh... So Pacers win against the Wizards, but then the Wizards win against the Hawks. Okay. So the Magic, I mean, they lose. Yeah, the, we'll the Magic missing it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, it's the Magic. I don't know what else to say. Like, Okay, so do we want to go into awards now or finals? Um, well, let's, uh, let's just give a recap of our picks. So, okay. So we'll start Western Conference again. So I have Nuggets 1, Clippers 2, Lakers 3, Mavericks 4, 
Rockets five. Again, that's if Harden stays here the entire year. Jazz six. And then this is like their playoff seeding. So I have Warriors seven and then Suns eight. That's for the playoffs. I've, that's what I have. All right, Western, I've got Nuggets one, Lakers two, Clippers three, Mavericks four, Blazers five, Warriors six, Jazz seven, and Suns eight. Yeah, those are those are playoff uh, seasons, not just regular season. And then for Eastern Conference, I have Bucks one, Nets two, Sixers three, Celtics four, uh, Heat five, Raptors six, Wizards seven, and then Hawks eight. Yeah, I've got Bucks one, Raptors two, Celtics three, Heat four, Nets five, Sixers six, Pacers seven, and Wizards eight. All right, so. I think we'll do finals predictions now. So do you want to start? Um, sure. I'll go. So I'll start with my Western conference team. It's a boring pick, but it's the Lakers. Um, I just, there's just, I don't think any team really competes except for probably the Clippers. Um, the Mavs just aren't there yet. Luca may be there, but the rest of the roster isn't. Especially, you know, there's no AD on the Mavericks, not even close. Kristaps isn't close to that. And the rest of the roster still is not what the Lakers are. Uh, on the East, it's a very difficult decision. Um, I leaned Bucks, but ultimately I, I wasn't too sure. I mean, Nets too. I wasn't exactly sure about them. I, I'm pretty down on the Nets though. Uh, I'm going with the Celtics. And, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm a Celtics fan. I mean, not obviously, but if you didn't know, I'm a Celtics fan. Uh, so, it's probably maybe a homer pick. Um, I'm not in love with any of the teams in the East. I think the Nets are probably a very scary team, you know, as a Celtics fan. But I also think they have the potential to just not be nearly as good as everyone thinks they will be. Um, the Bucks, I won't waste too much time, but I think it's very easy to game plan around Giannis. Um, I don't know if Drew Holiday makes the difference or not. Uh, the, the Celtics may be a very homer pick. Um, it, it definitely is a homer pick. I mean, they're my favorite team. But I think Celtics, if not Celtics, then Bucks or Nets. Right, who do you have winning in how many games? I've got the Lakers winning, and I think they make it relatively quick. I think it ends in five. The Lakers are just so good. LeBron, AD, I mean, it's you could argue LeBron and AD is the best duo of NBA history. And uh you could right now. No, you could make that argument. Kind of no, you could. No. And I'm not no. saying historically. Like obviously, you know, Jordan and Pippen have accomplished much more. But you said historically. No, like I'm. Well, I'm all time. Like I mean, most. All, are you saying all time or right now? No, like of all time. But I'm not. I'm not like I'm okay. I'm saying Jordan and Pippen have accomplished more and will accomplish more than they will ever accomplish. Like you know, they won six rings. But I, I know what you're saying. You're not even saying just accomplished accomplishments you're saying just two players right yeah that's exactly what i'm saying i would say magic kareem or kobe and Shaq are way better mm, i don't know about way better i really don't know about way better way better mm. just lump to and i i mean you could oscar robertson and uh no no oscar, I mean, you could say that no i wouldn't I there's wouldn't. arguments for so many others i mean lebron's not necessarily in his prime and i'm not wasting too much time on this but lebron right now is the best player in the league in ad's top five and I know that's not necessarily a lot to say because a lot of the duos that was the case too for them. But I mean, I would say Le- let's compare them to 2001, 2000 Lakers, something like that. Like 
I would say well, Shaq let, might be. Let, let's not let's not get into that because we'll just okay. go down. Okay. We'll yeah, you're stuff. right. Okay. But whatever, we disagree about that. But for all right, so for mine, I have. So I'll start with Western Conference. I also have the Lakers. Um, I was trying to convince myself to pick someone else, but the way that is standings, it's the Lakers would face the Clippers in the second round, and I think they'd win. And then if they were to face the Nuggets or the Mavericks, I think that'd be a much easier series than uh, the Clippers series would be. So I have the Lakers getting to the finals. Um, and in the East, I have the Nets. Um, I'm definitely higher on the Nets than you are. I don't see the Celtics getting there. I don't think they're good enough unless Kemba comes back and he's 100% healthy, which I don't think will happen either. Um, I have the Nets getting there. And I, I think their biggest competition would probably – depends on what the Sixers are if they're actually the team that we think they can be. Um, if not, then the biggest competition would be the Bucs. I just don't think they'd have – it'd definitely be a tough series, but I don't think they'd have much trouble with the Bucs. So I'd go Nets. So in the finals, I have um, – so Lakers-Nets. Um, I have the Nets winning in seven games, which may be a surprise, but I'm kind of – I'm putting my faith in that Kyrie's going to be healthy and he's going to be the player that he was a couple of years ago. And I don't really have a problem with KD. I think it'll be fine. Um, so it will be a tough series. That's why it's seven games. And I can definitely see the Lakers winning. I think if they were to face each other, it definitely goes seven games, no matter who would win. But I have the Nets winning. Yeah, I just disagree. I just think I'm lowering the Nets. I don't know that KD is going to be the second best player in the league definitively like he was prior. It'll still be top five, though. That's a big drop, though. That's not a big drop because he's coming off a torn Achilles and he's over. But I'm just that's saying, like, drop. I mean, that. well, to me, that's a big drop because you said he's going to be fine. I mean, he'll be fine, he'll, but is he going to be – I mean, no, I'm saying he'll be fine in that, like, I'm not – I don't need to worry about him doing what he has to do on the court. I worry more about Kyrie and seeing if he can perform the way that he was in 2016. Sure. Which I know was four years – five years ago, but if he can get back to a level like that where he can – you can count on him to hit big shots and be able to put up – 30 any given night even like 35 along with Katie I think you're I think you're in a good position if he can live up to that and that's why I said if he can then I have them winning the finals I think for the Nets to win the finals KD would have to return to whatever you want to say whatever you want whatever year you want to say his prime is I think he'd have to return to that uh I think there's maybe a chance he does I don't I don't see it happening and with Kyrie I think again for them to win the finals he'd have to return to 2016 Kyrie. I, for me, that's too much of a gamble to take to predict that. I mean, it's possible, but I personally put that as, as a very slim chance. Uh, like, I'm not big on those two players, to be honest. I think, you know, everything considered, that's going to be tough for them to do, especially because they're just two very, like, volatile, like, soft kind of players. And that's not even necessarily a shot at them. It's just, I mean, they're, they're tougher than I'll ever be. I'm just relatively speaking to LeBron and to, you know, a lot of other players are just, I mean, Katie's got the burner accounts and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. I just don't see it happening, but I mean, who knows? I could definitely see the Nets making the finals. I just, I would be very surprised if they beat the Lakers. Um, I mean, again, I said, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers won either, but I think it would definitely be a tough If the team. Nets won, would that mean KD's better than LeBron? Like, like, so. No, that wouldn't mean that. I, I never thought that. Like, I'm not a big LeBron guy, but I never thought that anyone was better than him. No, I never, I never thought that. So if you're predicting that, then, like, I mean, who on the Lakers would be, like, you know, taking the blame for that one, would you say? Well, like, I mean, obviously LeBron would. I mean. Well, I'm not telling – I'm not saying technically, but in your mind, like, 
like who it would, would, it would come down to Davis. It would be how good would Davis be? Okay, and so you would say because I think I think last year him if he had to face Bam, he would have he would have trouble facing Bam. I don't think he would have like been terrible. But I think he would have had a lot more trouble than he sure. did. Sure, and I maybe. think it's not like they like it's not like they have a great defender like a Bam, but they have like a Jordan or an Allen. Maybe a Prince could maybe guard him. Maybe a Jeff Green could also guard. Him. Maybe get someone who knows. But well, I mean, not, you not, lost I'm me. I'm not saying I'm not saying stop them. I'm saying guard them. No, I know you're never going to stop a great player. But if you can just if you can just force him to take bad shots and be able to uh, have struggles from the field, then that's all you need to do. You're, you're like a great player is always going to get 25 points. But mm-hmm. if you can just make him do it on like 15 shots or something like that, or 18 shots, something like that, then it definitely makes it harder for them to score and be a be the player that they are. So that's all I'm saying. I think I'm higher on Davis than you are probably. I'm not saying you're low on Davis, but I think I'm probably a little bit higher. I think as long as you surround Davis with some competent players and some competent ball handlers, he's a top five player in the league. And you might even agree with that, but I think he might even be higher than top five. Uh, But I mean, who knows? I mean, I think, I think there's an argument to be made that next year he might be better than Giannis. And I'm, that's probably because I'm low on Giannis, but. No, I think AD by himself is a, yeah, we saw it for eight for seven years. Well, He's but not... did you listen to what I said though? About the whole competent like players? you have to surround them with some competent ball players the and Pelicans some... had competent players. I mean You can't say the okay, maybe you have to say slightly talent around him. They they had talent around him. He he's not a number one guy, that's all. He's not a true number one. He's always a number two. That's why he went to the Lakers. Well, so but is he even the is he LeBron even the number what? I don't even know. I, I would say he's more of like a one B. But no, he's a number two. I would say Kyrie was a number two. No, well, yeah, I mean, definitely, but yeah, but I don't, I don't, I would not put in the same situation. Mm, I, I, would, I, would, I would disagree. Kyrie, I think I say Kyrie I would four years. No, 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 listen, Kyrie from four years on, he was on a terrible team when he was the best player. Now they didn't have as good pieces as AD, but AD made the playoffs twice, and he made it past the first round once and got swept. And he had way better players than Kyrie had for four years. And he was a better player than Kyrie was during that time period. That's all I'm saying. The Pelicans organization is garbage. Uh, it's starting to look slightly better now, but even then I'm not exactly sure. It took the Lakers, like all of their farm system, essentially for them to kind of turn the corner and get them and then get lucky in the lottery. So we'll see on that. Uh, it's kind of the nature of like the position, like AD is like a, he's like a power forward, but more of a center. Um, I mean, he's not necessarily a center, but he's like, he's that type of player where it's like that person by themselves is not going to be able to like compete. Like Jokic by himself is not competing. And B by himself is not, is not competing. But he's different than those players. Those players are, I'm not saying he's similar. No, I'm not saying he's similar. I'm just saying like, I would lump him in that same category where it's like them by themselves with little help. They're not, they're not going far. All right, we'll end the discussion, but he never had little help. That's all I'm going to say. And he's different players okay. than those two guys are. All but, right, last thing know. before I end it is, if you put Jokic on those teams, he's not doing much better. Same with Embiid. No, he'll do worse, obviously. I know AD's a better player than they are, of course, because he's a ball handler. Those guys aren't ball handlers. Like, Jokic is, but I'm saying, you know what I mean. Like, he's not yeah. the same type of player that AD is with the ball. But whatever, we'll end it there. Yeah. Um, we'll get into our words. Um, I think – We'll, we'll save MVP for last. So we'll start. We'll start with code of the year. We'll start. So do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? Um, I guess I'll start. I'll keep it short. Uh, I'm going Mike Malone here. 
just by going off the seeding. He's the number one seed on the Western Conference. Uh, it's a relatively surprising result if that were to happen. Uh, he's definitely on ta- on paper less talented roster than the Lakers. Um, so yeah, I'll go Mike Malone. I think it's if the if the neg- if the Nuggets get the number one seed and the Bucks get the number one seed, it's almost like the default pick to go Malone here for the for the for the coach of the year. Yeah, I went with Mike Malone also. Um, assuming they get the number one seed um, and the Bucks get the number one seed, you're right. Like, it, it'd be Malone who gets it. But even no matter who would get it in the uh, Eastern Conference, who would get the number one seed, if the Nuggets were to get the number one seed in the West, I think he'd get Coach of the Year. All right. Uh, what do you want to do next? Do you want to go? Uh, let's do – we'll do most improved player. We'll go All most right. improved player, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, then MVP. So we'll do most improved player. All right. Do you want to start on most improved or? Yeah. So I think mine may be a little bit of a shock um, only because his team's not going to be that good, but I think he's going to be a lot better than he was. Um, I'm going to go with RJ Barrett of the Knicks. Um, That's definitely not a biased pick at all. <laughs> well, it, it's not biased. I wouldn't say it's biased. Even though I'm a Knicks fan, I wouldn't say it's biased, but he – didn't even make an all-rookie team last year, which I think is a little ridiculous. Um, I think he averaged 14 points a game last year. I mean, it wasn't on great efficiency, and obviously they weren't great, but now make out of 10, at 10 rookies that have him not on that list. One of those two teams, is that's a little crazy. Um, new coach, um, you could see in the preseason, I, mean, I would assume you probably aren't watching Nick's preseason, but I have. He's looked a lot better. He's more confident in his jumper, and he's more assertive with the ball, and I think that's what Thibodeau does. If you see Jimmy Butler, he's a young Jimmy Butler, and he turned him into the player that he is now. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, I mean, along with his work ethic that Jimmy Butler has, but without having Thibodeau's coach, that would have made a huge difference if he wasn't. So I think with that, he'll be, um, I think his efficiency will be better, um, and his stats across the board will be better. And I think people will notice and see that he can be um, the top pick that he was when he was drafted third. So I think that's why. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not, as ba- it's not as bad of a pick as I let on initially. I think it's a fine pick. Uh, I'm going with Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I think, I mean, for them to be the one seed, he has to be at least in the conversation. Um, he might not win it, but he's a, I think he's a fairly safe pick for most improved player. Um, I'm going to assume he stays on the Nuggets for this year. Uh, if he just gets better defensively to the point where he, you can have him on the court for 30 plus minutes and also have him in the court for, you know, the final minutes of games, his points, all of his stats will improve. And I think his efficiency will be very solid. Uh, I mean, he's a steal of a pick at, at, at 13th in the draft or whatever it was. I think it was 13th a couple of years ago. Um, absolute steal of a pick, even if he doesn't turn out like at this point in time, you could have traded him for much more than the 13th pick of the draft. So Oh, yeah, I've got I've got MPJ as my most improved. All right, uh, so for defensive player of the year, I have Anthony Davis. Um, I was trying to find someone to pick other than like Davis, Gobert, Giannis, but they're really it's hard to it's hard to like pick someone else. Um, like some people may pick like try and pick Marcus Smart. I just don't think he's he's good defensively but he's not that good defensively and I could easily go with Giannis again his ratings um if we go through like the metrics of uh, his defense is insane um but I think it would be Davis he was very close last year it was probably closer than people may have expected honestly um and I think even though I'm not sure how many games he's going to play this year I think he'll be so I think he'll be too dominant defensively where I think he'll win the award no matter what 
I'm going with Giannis for defensive player of the year. Again, it's the same exact thing. Like it could really be any of those players that you mentioned. I think it ends up being, I think it ends up being Giannis. I mean, I'm predicting them as a number one seed. Uh, I think Giannis will be probably just the same defensively, if not maybe slightly better, who knows? Um, I'm really just going to default it to Giannis. It could be Davis. I'll just, I'm just happening to go with Giannis here. So. Uh, for rookie of the year, um, I'm not sure where you're going to go, but I'm going Lamelo Ball. It's, it's like the media pick. It seems like everyone's picking him for rookie of the year, which is kind of why I didn't want to pick him. But when looking at it, um, he's going to have the ball most of the time, even though they have Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe one of them or both of them even gets traded. I mean, you have to see what happens, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them gets traded. Uh, even though they have Gordon Hayward, I think, Lamelo Ball is the attraction. Uh, he's gonna be taking. He's he's confident enough where he can take shots. Like he's not like Alonzo, where he's not gonna take any shots. And he's as good of a passer. Obviously, defensively, he's not great, but no one really cares about that for Rookie of the Year. So I think he's gonna put up numbers uh, for a team that's gonna be below 500. But he's gonna put up good numbers and he's gonna highlight real plays, which is all that really matters. It seems like for Rookie of the Year. So I mean, it, it, I tried not to pick him, but it was kind of hard not to pick him. This is the one that, again, yeah, like I didn't want to go LaMelo Ball. Um, so I'm actually going to go with uh, Nico Mannion here. Um, great pick by the Warriors, 48th overall. No, I'm kidding. So, again, like I was super – I didn't know who to pick yet. I, I really want to pick LaMelo Ball, but for the sake of not picking LaMelo Ball, I won't. I think it's – this draft is, you know, reportedly, and I would agree, is just not – what it, it's not the same as last the year before this year's um, there's no Zion. There's no jaw. There's no. So, and I think out of the top three or four, or whatever, like Lamelo's in the best place to get rookie of the year. Like he's just, he's going to have the ball much more than in like an Anthony Edwards or a James Wiseman. Um, oh, do I want to change it? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to go Lamelo ball. I really, I can't, I can't pick anybody else. I was tempted to go with like a Cole Anthony or something or like, like a Killian Hayes. But uh, I can't. Yeah, I was te- I was really tempted for Killian Hayes, but I just it's I'm gonna go Lamelo. I was thinking Killian Hayes also, but the only thing is they paid Grant. They still they have Griffin. Um, it's gonna be tough for him to. I think it's gonna be tough for him to have the ball as much as Lamelo is. Um, if like Griffin wasn't there, then I'd probably go Killian Hayes because I think he's he's definitely gonna be the he's gonna be one of the best players out of this draft. But I'd assume so. Own. It's I also very risky though. Uh, yeah, no, it is, but I think he's, he is, the, I think he's the most potential to be the best player out of this draft. Um, yeah. when looking at it, but he's just on, he's on the worst team. So it doesn't really help. But again, I think it would be LaMelo. So, yeah. If, if this was like betting with odds and stuff, like if there were like odds for this, I mean, I definitely wouldn't go LaMelo cause I'm sure he's by far the favorite. I would go like Killian Hayes, but yeah. I just, I have to go LaMelo. I just, there's no, there's no reason for me to go against LaMelo there. Yeah. All right, uh, so last one. So MVP. So I'm going to go uh, Luka Doncic. Um, I believe that this will be his – I think this will be the year that he'll win. It sounds weird to say he's only been in the league two years, but this will be like the year that he does win MVP. Um, it will be the first of many. He'll probably win multiple MVPs. It will be between him and Giannis probably for the next couple of years. Um, but he's – I mean, based off last year, I think he averaged like 39-9 or 29-9-9, something like that. Uh, he's most likely only going to be better, especially efficiently. Um, 
three-point shooting, he's kind of like a – he's like a 30% three-point shooter, 31% three-point shooter, which I don't think people really realize. Um, but I think he'll be better. If he can get to 33 34%, um, it'll be – it'll just improve everything. Uh, obviously, he'll – I'd assume he'd be taking the same amount of threes, even more threes per game. So his points per game would probably go up. He's playing with a couple better shooters outside, and Porzingis is going to be there healthy. Um, you'd assume his assists would go up. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he averaged a triple-double this season. Um, and right now I have him as the four seed, so and that, that's good enough to win the MVP. Um, I would say if you're in the top four of either conference, I think you can win MVP unless you have a triple-double like Westbrook did a couple of years ago because it was the first one, even though they were a six seed. So because of that, even if he doesn't have a triple-double, I think he'll still have amazing numbers to the point where – they're not going to want to go Giannis again if LeBron's not as good as he was this past year, which I think he probably won't be because he won't be playing as much and he'll probably regress just a little bit. I think Luka's probably the favorite to win MVP. I couldn't really see anyone else winning over him. I would agree. Luka's the favorite. I wrote down Luka in my Word document or whatever, um, in my notes or whatever. Uh, but for the sake, not even for the sake, I'm changing it on the spot kind of. Uh, and this is uh, – it's so annoying because I'm, ne- I'm not a Celtics homer at all. Like, I'm really not. And this podcast is making it seem like I am. And I've definitely not been for the past, like, however many years. Um, but I'm going to go Tatum here. And I know – I know it's going to sound very homer, but and – and I'm sure it is to a certain extent. But I, I think Doncic is the favorite. I ultimately don't know if the four seed is a high enough seed to get him the MVP. I think it would be. Um, I think it's going to be between him and Giannis most likely. Uh, and I, but I am going to pick Tatum. I think with Kemba being out, I think Tatum's going to get many, much more shots. Those shots have to go somewhere. They're not going to go to Marcus smart. Uh, Marcus smart takes more than enough shots already as it is. Like he takes way too many shots, <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's a trade you have to make. Um, I'm going to go Tatum. He's going to take much more shots. He's going to, I think he's going to take a step. We saw him. He had, I mean, a, ever since the, after the all-star break, he kind of went to a new level if he can take just like another half a step, I think he's perfectly capable of winning an MVP. I've had them as the three seed. If they end up being the two seed, that's even better for them. That gives them a better chance at winning the MVP because uh, ultimately the MVP winner is going to have to be probably somewhere in the top four seeds. If the Mavericks fall below the top four, I would find it hard for the, for, for Doncic to get that MVP award. So, Yeah, I think that, but I think they will be top four. Like obviously I picked that, but I think I think they actually I think they just will because I think it'll be that good to the like if he's gonna be that good, I, you're gonna win games because of him. So I think they'll be top four, and I think yeah I think the four seeds are the cutoff. I think they will game. too, but I'm just saying that that there's some risk with that. There's a chance they're not. I mean, there's definitely a well, chance it's not guaranteed. Not. The Celtics will be top four either. So. I know, I agree, but I'm gonna go Tatum. I'm gonna go. I'm just I'll leave it at that. Again, I mean, I think that's a reach. Obviously, I'm not a Tatum guy, but I think even if you were a Tatum guy, I think they'd even think that would be a reach. With the it is a reach. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm a Tatum guy, and it's definitely a reach, but it's a reach that I'm willing to take because I don't think there's that many great MVP candidates this year. Like Giannis, we've done over and over again. It's boring. Luka's interesting. Um, he's definitely the favorite, but I'm going to go against the grain here. So, All right. Uh, well, I guess to recap, so MVP, I have Luka. Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball. Defensive Player of the Year, Anthony Davis. Most Improved Player, R.J. Barrett. And Coach of the Year, Mike Malone. Yeah, I've got Coach of the Year, Mike Malone. MVP, Luka. Rookie of the Year, I went LaMelo. Defensive Player of the Year, I went Giannis. And Most Improved, I went Michael Porter Jr. 
All right. Uh, and then our for lastly, we're going to – so the NBA starts tomorrow. Uh, like we said earlier, it's Warriors at Nets, Clippers at Lakers. So we're just going to pick who we think is going to win the game. Um, we're not going off any, like, spreads or anything like that. We're just going to see who wins the game. So um, I guess I'll go first for the first game. So Warriors, Nets, um, I'm going to go Nets. Um, not much I could really say about it. I just think the Nets are going to win the game. I think they're at home. Um, obviously, there's no fans. I don't think there's going to be any fans there. But uh, I think just to prove to everyone, it's going to be a nationally televised game. Everyone's going to be watching it. So I think they'll just win the game. Yeah, I'm going to go Nets, too. They're home. It's going to mean much more to them than it does to the, the Warriors. Like, I don't think they really – you know, obviously, it's a regular season game, so it matters. But I don't think they care that much. Draymond is doubtful with, like, a toe injury, I think, for this game. Uh, so he's probably not going to play. Um, not that it even really matters too much. But, yeah, I'll go Nets there. Yeah, and for the second game, Clippers-Lakers, um, I guess I'm going to go Clippers. Um, it, this is what happened last year, first game of the season, Clippers won. Um, and that was without Paul George was playing that game. Um, this game, it will be AD and LeBron against Kawhi and Paul George. Um, I, I'm i not even really sure why I'm picking the Clippers. I just think it's going to create like a reaction by the media for the, for the next, you know, for Wednesday that everyone's going to be like, oh, are the Clippers better than the Lakers, even though it's one regular season game. But I don't know. I think the Clippers will just win. I'm going to go Lakers. Honestly, I could see Clippers winning it as well. I mean, I mean, the NBA season is much more difficult to even predict because, like, anything can happen. Much, It's much different than the NFL. And I, anything can happen in the NFL, too. It's just, it's just much different. Like, bad teams are going to beat good teams. That's just how it goes. Like, I could have the Lakers higher than the Clippers. The Clippers could still win this game. It's just how it is. I'll, I'll go Lakers, but – I mean, yeah, there's really not too much to it. I think it'll be a close game, so. All right, well, I guess uh, that that wraps it up um, for the NBA, for this episode, for the NBA one. Yeah, that's it. It was a long episode. I mean, that's what, we were like two hours almost maybe? Yeah, no, that was long, but um, I think it was informative, so. And we'll see how our predictions are. Uh, we'll probably check through it halfway through the season to see. Uh, where everything is and then obviously at the end of the season we'll see uh, if our awards are right um, and our standings are somewhat close which yeah I mean they probably won't be but I guess we'll see I'm sure the teams themselves will be somewhat close but yeah I mean the actual seed placing I'm sure will be nowhere close to accurate it'll be sleeping on those blazers though honestly I think you are I I might even be sleeping on the blazers I don't know well I don't, know, I don't know about that. I think five is way too high, but again, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Um, NFL, probably predominantly NFL episode coming out in a couple of days. Probably get some NBA in there too, because there'll be a few games that have gone down, but uh, probably whatever, like Thursday, Friday, something around there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's it. First video episode over, done with. So, We'll work on it. We'll see how it is. But uh, yeah, that's it. So see you.